Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's happening, weirdos? This is uh, Drew Michael, who you might remember from a hilarious uh, live from Montreal, You Made It Weird. He does an amazing Kumail impression, which obviously comes up in this episode. And is also a very interesting and uh, perfectly weird guest for this show. So let's get into it very, very quickly. A couple tour dates, obviously, coming up, which is Washington, D.C., which is almost sold out. Uh, so go to PeteHolmes.com for that. And also Gilda's Laugh Fest uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where we will be doing a live You Made It Weird and uh, a couple others to announce pretty soon on PeteHolmes.com. Also got t-shirts and stuff like that, and YouMadeItWeird.com also has t-shirts and stickers and stuff like that, so check those out. The ad uh, is Squarespace. You're probably familiar with this. They are a wonderful supporter of the show. Squarespace is the easiest way to create a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. They feature an elegant interface, beautiful templates, and incredible 24-7 customer support. So try Squarespace, squarespace.com, and enter code WEIRD at the checkout to get 10% off. Uh, basically building a website, this is the more personal part, I know it's very tough, it's not fun, it's not easy, and even if you know what you're doing with coding, uh, creating something that looks good and works well is a time-consuming affair. Whether it's for your business or a portfolio or a restaurant or whatever else, in this day and age, you probably need one no matter what you're doing. Lucky for you, Squarespace makes it easy to build beautiful websites without breaking a sweat. Squarespace provides simple, powerful, and beautiful website templates for you to work with. Not only that, but those templates are a part of Squarespace's responsive design, which means your website scales to look great on any device, phones, computers, iPads, it doesn't matter. The cover page also allows you to set up a beautiful one-page online presence in minutes. You can't beat it. So when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use offer code WEIRD to get 10% off your first purchase and show your support for You Made It Weird. Thank you, Squarespace, for your support of You Made It Weird. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Or build it beautiful, like it's hitting on you. I think it's build it beautiful. But I like build it beautiful with those gams. All right, get into it. Hey, Drew, how are you? Nice to see you. I I, I fucked up. I thought it was 1 o'clock. That's why I emailed you. I saw your email, and I was like, he's letting me know he's going to be early. But then I told uh, Aristotle that you were going to be early and that I was early. Do you mind sitting there? He was telling me I was going to be late, which was wrong. Ah. This is the... uh, Oh, here. Yeah, if you don't mind. Uh, Where were you... What was your meeting? Uh, I went with my man. Show business? Yeah, Molly Mandel with Mosaic. I think it's the uh, same. Person. Molly Mandel Mosaic? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same as what? As Kumail, I think. Do it? Same manager. Just do it. Do you know what to do? Kumail? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I, was doing it, I was doing it with Angelo last night. Nobody knows who David Angelo is. Or no, I should say not enough people know who David Angelo is. That's true. I love doing David Angelo. And he's been on the show and I love him dearly. He's one of my absolute favorites. But I wish more because I also do a David Angelo. You do you do a David Angelo? And let me do mine first, so I don't borrow from yours. A David Angelo? Why? Who are you doing? A Kumail. I, I was saying I was doing it to do David Angelo. Oh, I'm I thought you were him. saying I don't want to do Kumail because I I want to do David Angelo. <laughs> I completely misunderstood. <laughs> then let's hear your. Um, I'll be David Angelo listening to your Kumail. Ready? Oh, Je- Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Come Hello. on, man. Just do it. Just do it. Hello, 
Hello, David. <laughs> <laughs> you, look, you look very nice in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just me. <laughs> now I'm just David doesn't at laugh at anyone. <laughs> no. Jesus. Why, why is this, this kid's got more followers than me? Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you'd be thinking. Uh, how, um, well, how's Molly Mandel doing? She's good. Can uh, I run this? Well, go ahead. Are these, is this is, is that yeah, being on we right started. now? Yeah, we no, started. I know, but I can't. I'm having don't a hard time the, hearing. Don't say the N word. <laughs> is it this one? There we go. No, there you go. No, I. They, yeah, okay. Don't say it. No, please, actually, don't say it. I won't. <laughs> I feel like but you're you know the kind of guy that might say it if I'm like, don't say it, and well, then and then I get in trouble because I don't reprimand people when they say it. When they say anything. Well, the thing is, if you say don't say it, I wasn't going to. But no, now I didn't it's think in you my were head. Gonna, now I'm making it's like the Louis bit. I'm making you think it exactly. I've planted it in your mind. But I mean, like, you can get offended by a lot of things. People on the show all the time say uh, midget. You're not supposed mm-hmm. to. Say and, and I'm I'm agreeing. If little people don't want to be called midgets, we sh- absolutely shouldn't. It but, seems like it's it's up to whoever. Like if they, you know what I mean. If they don't like it, then why are you we mean like, the you'll accept what we call you? <laughs> Well, we do that a lot. Well, yeah, it's just weird. It's very weird. Like the- Mor- Mormons aren't Mormons. Mormons are Latter Day Saints. Oh, Mormon no. is a slang term that they've just been like, yeah, we're gonna just take it. Like they <laughs> they took it back, like the N word. Like right. hip- they yeah. hip hopped the word Mormon. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that weird? I did not. I did not know that. I went, I I love Utah. <laughs> <laughs> you should go to Utah. I've never been. I've been now. I will go and confidently uh, tell everyone I know this fact. <laughs> Did you know? And they'll be like, "Yes, we know. We are live here." I'd be like, "Oh, well, I'm leaving." <laughs> Your voice isn't that unlike Kumail's to begin with. That's what. So my 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 audiologist listens to this podcast. Your audiologist? Yeah, yeah. What's that mean? A uh, ear doctor. Oh, I thought that was ear, nose, and throat. This guy just does ears. I think he does. He only does my ears. He doesn't do nose and throat? He doesn't do my, no- my nose or throat. You're getting a bad deal. He might. That should be one guy I, that's like, also, let's look at your throat. I have no problem with my, with my nose and throat. I, I have a problem my... with ears. Really? Yeah. Well, I heard you were, you were, you were talking a little bit about, I, I don't want to, but on stage, the show we did together, you were talking a little bit about your dad. Going deaf. Yeah. Are you going deaf? I did already. You're deaf? We, yeah. What do you mean? Essentially. Well, we're speaking. Yeah, but you know, you talked about you talked about you, you can get it fixed. Right, I did that, uh, but I didn't do that until very late in life. Okay, so my bit about my father was that, like, I say my dad is deaf, but he's the I, kind of deaf you can make fun of because he doesn't. He's stubborn. He's right. really more stu- The joke is about his stubbornness. Right, so I don't want to do your bit on that. Well, uh, yes, but the stubbornness is not. But it's different. So for someone old, like my grandma's, like going deaf, yeah. and but for, with the, for the thing for her is like she had hearing and now she doesn't have it. So it's like this weird. Like she feels like she should be able to participate in the conversation, but she can't. You can't hear. That's exactly like what I was right. So that's what happens when it's degenerative when you lose it. But right. for me, it was never there. Like you were born deaf. It was or when I was like two or some really. Yeah. Oh wow! What uh, so? What caused it? It was just they don't naturally know. occurring. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't like there will be blood, is what I'm saying. Like you didn't hear a loud noise. Uh, right, it was not like that. It was uh, yeah. My my ears died of natural causes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was no culprit uh, other no, than your own body kind of mess, like not messing up, but like not knowing what to do. Right, being my, unsure what to do. My buddy, uh, you know, uh, junior stop guy has the best roast joke of me I'd ever heard, which is you're half deaf, even your own body is trying to stop itself from hearing you complain.
That's really funny. Yeah. So there's that. That yeah, could yeah, be yeah. what it's doing. I would have just, you know, your even your own buddy doesn't want to hear your act. <laughs> why why, why hey. take it to like, why do I have to know you personally that you like complaining <laughs> to enjoy that joke? Whose joke was that? Junior stuff. Tell yeah. him I said that. Tell him there. <laughs> I would just send him a link I'm to just this. Kidding. So like, Look, I'm man. Kidding. He's... It's a good joke. I love Rhodes jokes, though. I, 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 and that's a good one. That is, yeah. But so I think it was. Um, they, they maybe ear infection, something of that nature. Hanging out with John Roy too much. There's a good roast <laughs> yeah, joke. Did ba- you go deaf from hanging John out with Roy. John Roy too much? John Roy Rugrats edition. Ah, you that's imagine? really funny. Yeah, just oh my a god, tiny baby John Roy it looks exactly the same. That I w- again. This is we're in David Angelo territory. I wish a, a lot of people know who both of those guys are, but I wish he were world famous so you could make that joke oh, John and have Ray. the entire world give it a standing ovation because that's the funniest. <laughs> John, he's just a bald white guy. I mean, yeah, he's great. He's been on this podcast. He's very loud. Yeah, he's very loud. Um, but but so the uh, the first twenty years of my life, I didn't I didn't do anything about it. I just kind of. Are we at a hundred percent deaf at that point? Or are you happy? no, 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 no? I would. I, there's no way for me to know I, because that's some of its clarity. Like there's two kinds of there's the volume, and there's also like the you know ability to decipher sounds and words, and that's yeah. something I struggle with a little bit too. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And there's different types of hearing losses. Like you know, you, you know, there's different like you know um, frequencies and sound. So sure. some frequencies I can hear better than others. It's like color blindness. Yeah, essentially. Bit. Yeah, there's like, like people like I, I, I don't throw that out of nowhere i'm colorblind like your sweater could be dark red or it could be gray like oh, that, crazy. That's, that's where i'm at you get you you must get the worst questions well that's what i'm saying my version of your question i'm sure you get is is the world like black and white like what color is this like right, i know right. like if i really look at that although it could be dark green to be honest like that sweater <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you a, i i know that it's a black it's like a black gray Right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But like glancing at it without concentrating, without really trying to put it through the program, it looks like it could be any of those colors. Interesting. But you probably get like, what is your version of? Is well, the world so like? I get. I mean, uh, people ask me like, what, like, how do you, like, what did you do? So I read lips. Yeah. But that's like something I instinctively picked up because I, I, I think so. For me, it was not. Like it was, like, it was a stubbornness, but it was. It came from like a denial. Like I was a kid. I didn't want to have to be different. Yeah, I, I didn't w- want to have rubber bands on my braces. Oh, you were, you were on one of those kids. Yeah, I had yeah. an overbite. Did Bring you, it in. You got the food stuck in the in the All rubber the band. All the time. Gross as fuck. <laughs> it was. And I, I had to make like... a choice. If I had worn them during summer camp where I was king, I wouldn't have had to wear them in high school where I wasn't. I chose to go uh, rubber bandless in summer camp. Were you... And be king. Were you the king before the rubber bands were came into play so you yeah. could choose to lose your kingness? I would have I lost my... By, and by kingness, I mean just like a place where I was free to be me. Maybe. Right. You know what I mean? So I and like had a much better chance of having a camp girlfriend than like a year-long high school girlfriend. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Give me a two-week girlfriend. I can handle that. Right. But then like – so I didn't wear them. And then in high school, I just doubled down on Uncomfortable Dork. Right, right, and right. I, and nobody gave a shit. I was the weird new kid. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Give me yeah, – let me uh, pick the um... – the place where you know I want to be the king at the place where yeah. I can handle the commitment. Give me of my being king there. My Quaker summer camp. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that. I can't handle high school. Never good. No, I am already. I already hate it. So might as well just pile it on. Absolutely. Give me rubber bands. Give me an iPad. I don't give care. Me a cane. Give whatever. me a clan hood. I don't care. <laughs> I sh- I, I'm kidding. I'm just trying to think of the worst thing. Why am I sensitive today about being offensive? <laughs> I don't know. Clan you just is came bad. in like that. You were like proactive well, about. I know. I know. Keep going. 
It's usually when it, about your de- about your hearing. Um, well, no, so you so, read the lips in the yeah. way that a bartender reads lips. Like you know, what I mean, you weren't a, you weren't taught. You just picked it up, right? It was kind of a survival thing. Like I, yeah. I was stubborn in the sense that like yeah, I wouldn't. I didn't want to. I, I like didn't want to be different. a different thing. So yeah. I just wouldn't accept that it was. Like I knew it. Obviously, I knew it was a thing, but I was very private. I never talked about it. It took me forever to even talk about it with friends. Yeah, and no bit. Did you think maybe they would just think you were cool? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like you didn't give a fuck. Like, if you ignored someone or if in class you didn't, par- <laughs> you didn't participate. He's like, he's not deaf, he's cool. <laughs> I think, I, and that never occurred to me, but in retrospect, I wish I could have known that yeah, to play it off. I could have like, kept you off the treatment for another couple of years. Yeah, right. I, like I, I think people thought I was, like, dumb or, like, spaced out. That's worse. And yeah, so, that's, that's not cool. Yeah, so, like, I would have to sit in the front in class, and I just wouldn't tell anyone why. I was. Just, I would tell the teacher, maybe. I'd be like, I need to sit up front. Yeah. And then I would sit up front, and then, but then when they would turn their back to the, scary, the school, right? I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah. Why, yeah. why, why are you hurting me like You're, this? Why are you deliberately, like you think it's all about you. Why are <laughs> yeah. you hurting me in this way? Right, or when somebody like puts a menu up over their mouth. Yeah. Where I'm like, no. Yeah. You've, 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 you've just muted isolated yourself. me. Yeah. <laughs> you just muted yourself. Yeah. But that's a lonely feeling and a scary one. I, don't, oh, yeah. I feel the truth of it is my dad is losing his hearing and has been for a very long time. Part of it is because he delivers home heating oil. So he's been in like a noisy ass truck. Like those trucks are really, really loud. So it's from that. It's partly from that for sure, yeah. There might be some genetic part to it. I'm not sure. And every once in a while when I don't hear things correctly, I'm like, maybe maybe it's creeping up on me too. You know what I mean? Right. But it is, uh, I I feel bad for the guy. Like it's not a good thing. Uh, and, And for some reason it is embarrassing to admit it. I mean, you seem to be embarrassed to admit it. Or wh- why didn't you admit well, it? Well, and, and now I can, I mean, I'm talking about it now. I have no problem talking about it. I, yeah. I you know, I wrote something about it on my on my blog and and there was, it got like sent out to this person. They're going to talk about putting it in like a hearing loss magazine. I, mean, I don't care now because I think I just accepted it and right. truly accepted it. Not just like knew it was happening, but accepted it and right. was like, oh, this is the deal. And then, so about like six years ago, I started wearing hearing aids, seven years ago or so, when I started doing stand-up. Right. Because I was like, I can't, this is insane That's to go up there. Of course. And, and even now, like I, I don't do a lot of interaction with crowd and I, I don't like hecklers, not because I d- can't think of comebacks, because sometimes I don't hear what they say. Sure. But that's, you know, I wonder if you get, do you, let me ask you, do you ever get material? Because I feel like not from that, per se, but I find that misunderstanding is such a funny area. You know what I mean? Like nine times out of ten, when someone's heckled, they just repeat back what they think they said, and they get a laugh. Right. Like someone will be like, take your daughter to Chick- Chick-fil-A. Right. And everyone's like, <laughs> like, people love confident misunderstanding. You right. know what I mean? Even if it is mental, if it's not hearing-based. If you're like, I read it as three for five dollars. That's not a good deal for candy corn! I don't know why I yelled that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people love a confident person talking about how they don't understand things. Because <laughs> it soothes so us confident. all. <laughs> He's so loud and confident. That guy was so It's confident. terrifying to be this close to you and have you be I that know. guy. You wanted to be over there. <laughs> I, I, you're a big person yeah. and you just, you know, played an even bigger one. I, I know. I just played Eddie Pepitone, basically. <laughs> Bye, Bollies! My new Netflix special in ruins! I just plugged him. That's nice of that you. That was nice of me. I'm yeah. a good person. Oh, that was that was the whole. I see. I see how you do it. I do it. Drew Michaels' new album, Lovely. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I didn't even it's do it. Still as a Pepitone. Bit. Yeah, it was Pepitone. Half-ass Pepitone. 
plugging my. Well, album. he's less emphatic about it, about your album. <laughs> he only likes his album because he, until he reaches the appropriate level of success, then he'll start giving to. <laughs> that's right. That's right. He's still people. fighting for it in that post-apocalyptic way that he does. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now you obviously have never. Is that weird to say? I've never noticed that you wear hearing aids, and that's my point to my dad: is that like no one gives a shit. Well, yeah, well, I have, a, I have like a, a special shit? kind. They're like they, they're really weird. They go in. They're like implanted essentially, but that's, that's, that's not surgery. It has to be done by a doctor. Isn't that better? Yeah, because then you can't lose it like a retainer, right? And you don't have to clean it. You, yeah, it's essentially you, you you pay for a year subscription, and you yeah. can get as many as you need. So basically, it goes in, and hopefully, it lasts about two three months, and the battery will die, and then you have to go get it replaced. Oh, so you have to go in every two three months, right? Well, that's the downside, isn't it? Right, but the so the only sacrifices is that. Yeah, but then the the the, the plus is that you don't have to clean it, you don't have to take it out when you shower, when right. you sleep, when you go to the gym or whatever. Sounds pretty great. The only it's thing like you can't a LASIK is, for ears. Yeah, it's, a a, it's temporary. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's yeah. It's, if lasers needed batteries, <laughs> and we're covered in foam, <laughs> and we're inserted in your ear, like in nerf, no way. Yeah, it's a nerf. Those nerf guns with the extension. Oh yeah, it's basically a foam laser. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> and you just thought of a real foam laser, which is a nerf gun. They right. shoot those. Yeah, they kind of. They don't was... shoot it. They just kind of have it sticking out. Yes, that was foam laser. Wow, the kids are impressively imaginative because those toys are nothing like what we imagine I've, they were. I've been watching uh, like old things on YouTube, like especially if it keeps things from the eighties and nineties, like game shows and stuff. Right, and if they keep the commercials in, it's actually my favorite part. Because back in the day, the action figures did nothing. No, no they <laughs> they were all moved by a hand. And in the commercials, they didn't even try to hide that. No, fact. the hand was there. <laughs> The hand was there. It's totally there. They didn't have an option to not use the hand. It's either <laughs> not moving or there's a child's hand. Yeah, right. those are your choices, Jim. Right, and now, it's a good thing that that those don't exist. I don't know if they still exist now. Action figures? No, but like those commercials, maybe they change them. They, because now you get people be like, "How come it's a white hand? How come it can't oh, be yeah, a, that's a true. gay <laughs> black hand?" It's like I don't know. Because that's the there's, there's just a that's whoever was around when he filmed this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the thing. director's kid, and he was a straight white kid. You can tell by the hand. I didn't have to say that he was straight. You could tell by the hand. You can right. tell sexuality by hands. Right. But uh, we did have better uh, good imaginations, and Nerf was fucking lame too. It was all lame. I just remember the th- the kind. I mean, it was of the things... greatest, but it was by today's standards. Well, when when you had the actual projectiles, that was what, that was a game changer. Yeah, I remember there was this one that was basically just a tube with like a handle that just pushed air through it. Yeah, and then it would shoot these balls yep, out. I, I had that, and it was the best. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I still think it was the best birthday of my life. <laughs> we got the ability to launch. Yeah, balls at people. That's all I've. That's still all I wanted to. Right? Is that you? We got six of those guns, and I had all these girl friends. All my friends were girls. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a girl. Like I, I, I've often wanted to write a bit called "How Am I Not Gay," and uh, but it's all it's all like reinforcing stereotypes, which is one of the reasons I don't do it. Right? But uh, people would know I was kidding. But one of the things was I traded stickers. I all my friends were women, you know, or girls. They were like young girls. <laughs> women. They were women. <laughs> I was I was like in second grade, and I was friends Shopping. with like Judy, my hairstylist. <laughs> Although my the person that cut my hair was a woman named Judy. And uh, anyway, so we all got these guns <laughs> and we played with them, and it was it was like the greatest night of my life. 
No, yeah, and then yeah, those uh, they had the uh, they always had the the little bricks, the fake bricks set up, and you'd shoot oh, the, yeah. the thing at the bricks, and that would be the explosion. Of course, and, and that's what they would do. Knocking them that's over. What they, yes, and that's what they do. If you had like a Batman figure with a white straight hand, he'd push it through bricks. <laughs> bricks didn't come with it though. No, they always, the kids that had the action figures in the eighties and nineties com- commercials always built these elaborate sets. Yeah, which like he he falls in like a vat of toxic toxic <laughs> waste that doesn't come with it. No, none, none of it of comes it with it. That's to say, too. It's not like, even the hand. Inclu- <laughs> you have to use your own hand. You have to use your own hand. Yeah, you have to use your own hand. Said Seinfeld. But I, uh, I love action figures. I'd still play with them if it was socially acceptable. I st- I'm, I'm, I'm playing uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. There's no difference. It's the same to me. There's no difference. You're just like, what if I was a guy <laughs> when I'm walking? I get in this car and vroom, vroom, vroom over the bridge. Wow! It's just a less. <laughs> Uh, imaginative version of that. Yeah, it is. It's it, it. It you don't have to do anything. It's it's already done for you. But That's it, right. When I'm, I'm, uh, did you ever combine universes? I loved it. Crossovers. The best. Here's the best action <laughs> cross- crossover. Cops meets Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yes. No, I had. I think I had a Batman villain and a Raphael. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But it was not. It was the Ninja Turtles three. Raphael the hard samurai. Head. He's a hard head. Was his head hard or soft? Oh, it's, it's all hard. I think it's hard, yeah. Yeah, no, but I, it was... I prefer the first-gen soft heads. Oh, when it was, like, rubbery? Yeah, like, oh, you I, could yeah. take them off. Yeah, yeah, no, this, but this was the, the, the one where they went back to, like, the samurai time. Turtles in time. Yes. <laughs> and so it was samurai Raphael, and so we yeah. had these sandals. I prefer Yosagi Yojimbo. <laughs> Is that, was that his <laughs> samurai was samurai name? rabbit. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I didn't know... I believe he was just called Raphael. Raphael's Samurai Edition. <laughs> yeah, I think he was like, already "What's up, guys? I'm Raphael, Samurai Edition." <laughs> like he signs for paperwork, Raphael, Samurai Edition. Right? They just shoehorn the marketing right into the movie. God, like, what are we watching? That's the other thing. Sorry to interrupt you, but that's the other thing was they did all that shit to make more toys. Like, I of did, course, I know, of course, now, but that it wasn't even the slight faintest. Clue that I was like, they just introduced a whole new line of turtles. <laughs> no, you're like, I need them. I need them. But like, it's like the sugar cereals on the bottom row. It just works. And kids are just like the best at falling for advertising. We're the worst at it. Yeah. How you look at it. They're, <laughs> right. You're supposed, to, you're supposed to grow out of it and people don't. We never do. Now we're like, oh, that deodorant will make me fuck people. Yeah. <laughs> I and you still... It. I love they catching myself. And crashing through the pussy. Like, yes! <laughs> Energy doesn't come with the hand, though. That's a gay black hand, by the way. What's he doing in the pussy? Yeah. But the, I, I still catch myself having those thoughts, too. Let's go back to Raphael Samurai right after this brief point was that I still catch myself going, if I get this deodorant, like, it, it does work. Yeah. Like, I really think you need to just admit to yourself that, like, when things have been mentioned on shows, like, I make crazy, irrational, uh, uh, what's it called, consumer purchases, like decisions based on advertising and, and product uh, placement and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, everyone's all like, oh, but that doesn't, that doesn't affect me. Yes, really? Does. Coca-Cola yes, is spending $17 trillion right. and it's not getting to you? Right, right, right. <laughs> I don't think so. It absolutely. It doesn't work on me. <laughs> As you pop open a Coke Zero, right. you fucking dope. You don't want that shit. Like, it's the same well, stuff. The, 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 the other interesting thing is, like, you see, like, you know, body wash. It's like, well, I'm not going to fall. I'm not going to buy the Old Spice body wash because I actually prefer this one. I don't right. see any commercials for that. But the other byproduct of advertising, I think, is, like, you see 
it doesn't just make you want to buy that body wash. It normalizes the idea of body, wash, body wash at all, That's which right. is kind of a silly thing. There's a lot of things. I remember going back to the 80s and 90s, the idea of face wash mm-hmm. was a new thing. I was like, I'm just using soap on my face. You know what I mean? And then I, I well, you got to get noxema or whatever right. the fuck it was. So you're absolutely right. Advertising is kind of working for all of it. Now right. we really sound like conspiracy theorists. But it's, it's not a conspiracy. It's just like there, were, there wasn't – it's like everybody's like, oh, what's Secretary's Day? Well, what's Mother's Day? It was all made up. Right, right, <laughs> like right, somebody right. just went like, that's the day you got to buy mom a card from my shack. <laughs> right, right, The right, guy right. making the card. I like how these national holidays were started by like these the shady yeah, yeah, yeah. operating out of a cart. Yeah, then the, the United States government went like, I like the card guy. I think he's on to something. <laughs> he's on to something. We're going to change the dates just to fuck him. Right, right. We don't have to him No royalties. That's my idea. Yeah, otherwise, you'd have to call it Fred's Mother's Day. <laughs> Fred presents Mother's Day. <laughs> like Samurai Raphael. Yes. Samurai edition. Oh, uh, this is, but that was, so I had Raphael Samurai and I had a Batman villain and yep. I was like making Which them villain? fight. I forget. I, I don't know. Obviously not the Riddler. He just looks like a guy who loves quiz shows is going it to It was, I think it was like one of those like ancillary, like not really, yep. pr- it wasn't like Two-Face. It was yeah, one of those not, a, not your A-listers. So it, was a, it was a guy with a white face. If I had a girl... It, they every, it just ended up fucking, and I'd just jerk off. Like if I, <laughs> at I could, seven? I, I could, not at seven. I, I didn't start jerking off till late. But the girl did ruin the story. Like, let's say, oh, the, like, G.I. Ah, Joe. You know what? What if he just fucked her? <laughs> it was, it was never fucking, but I would make his little unmoving plastic hand touch her boobies. Oh, nice. And they all look like Hillary Clinton, because they had to have, like, short hair. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, like, carved into the plastic, so right. you couldn't have, like, a, long, you know, flowing. long, you couldn't have a Farrah Fawcett type until, you know, I don't know where the technology is <laughs> these days. Oh, it's pretty good. But if they had the little boobies, I, I had to go up and rub on those <laughs> And then it ruined the story. You contain yourself. And then it's ruined. Just it. threw them on the ground and quickly <laughs> yeah. ran upstairs. I wish I didn't. I, do you remember not knowing about? I do. I read pornography with like a huge, and I mean read. I mean like I had a penthouse forum. Okay. And I'm reading these stories. I don't even understand most of it, but it is. So I have a huge boner. You're you're like twelve. You have a boner most of the time anyway, mm-hmm. and just not knowing what to do with it, mm-hmm. and then just letting it descend. Just, just like, kind of just. Oh man! <laughs> Imagine, <laughs> woo! And then you're like, "Well, I'm done." Like you, like just putting it back, like a copy of Good Housekeeping, and then just letting it naturally yeah, right. fall. Let's see what happens here. Yeah, goodbye. I, I, I was, I, I don't know. I've talked to a couple of people about this, and they've had similar experience. I jerked off before I could come. Ooh. I knew that. I, it, I, I know you can you can have that. an orgasm, Without but nothing coming. happens. I wish I could it's still the do the best. That. I wish I could still do that. Could you imagine? I'd be jerking off right now. <laughs> if everywhere. there was no cleanup, ah! like, oh. would you be mad if every once in a while during this interview I was just like, mm, and then came back? Like, is that so distracting? Well, that wouldn't be, but you'd have to be jerking off. Yeah, but I'd have something like a robot. Okay, and we would have made that robot if there was no cleanup. It's the cleanup that keeps us civil. Yeah, could you imagine, like, it's like, oh, do you have a condom? It's like, I don't need one. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. <laughs> I don't come. I one time almost, uh, because I had the psychosomatic pain in my balls after my wife and I split up, it was really weird. So I had this pain in my balls, so I had to go to the doctor. <laughs> I know, we could talk about it if you want. I've talked about it before. It's been about a year since I've mentioned that. So I held all the trauma inside, like a good Irishman. You know, mm-hmm. you know I, I have a lot of Irish in me. So like a good Irish, I just kept it inside, and that uh, actually burst forth into pain in my nuts. 
So I had to go to the doctor and they were like, we want to check your sperm because you might be infertile. And my first thing that I said was, I was like, that wouldn't be so bad. It would be like I was on the pill. Like that whole idea of not needing oh, yeah. a condom. I mean, surely you have to prevent STDs as well. But I mean, like you'd never have to worry about getting someone <laughs> pregnant again. Right. The rest of your life. Uh, yeah, that would be great. It would be, and you'd be like, "My hands are tied." Well, I love kids, but my hands are tied. Also, imagine that you'd have to do a pitch because who's going to believe you? Right. <laughs> like, listen, <laughs> I know it sounds crazy, but my cum is empty. Yeah, this is nothing. Trust me, this is just snow. <laughs> it's just snot snow. Oh, snot snow. Yeah, that sounds like. Never mind. All right, so uh, you're deaf. <laughs> you had the you were saying Raphael and the crossover. oh I so it was it's a stupid thing I'll never forget it it was like the greatest moment in toy banging I history because I, I was making him fight and in my you know in my mind it's this epic you know choreographed yeah. battle with flips and like of punches course. and kicks and like yeah. you know people are yeah. flying but in reality it's just a guy with two things in his hand banging him right but what happened was I was using Raphael. T- to Samurai. kick Samurai Raphael to kick the villain in the face and what was happening these are very very well made toys the, the paint from the Raphael's red sandal yep. was rubbing onto the guy's face which made it look like he, he was, was yes this it is was the best day of your life. It was epic. I was because in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's, his face is bleeding now. Like what you were waiting to happen started to happen. It was like Indian in the cupboard. Yes. Like this guy is real. I go, this guy is real and his face is bleeding. And your first thought isn't, I must care for the sentient <laughs> toy. You just went, awesome. Yeah, he's a villain. <laughs> I bought into the narrative in which he is the villain. I you know. might have another narrative in which he's actually a freedom fighter. But yeah, <laughs> I, liked, I like switching him up off because the bad guys were cooler. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for that movie, the Star Wars told from the Empire's perspective. Absolutely. Although they call themselves the Empire, you're not going to get much sympathy. And stormtroopers. Nobody's like, oh good, a storm. Yeah, we're cloning a guy and making an army of murderers. Uh, All yeah. right, well, maybe that's the Darth Vader. I just bad. watched the third one. The like, third? Episode three. Okay. I, I mean, the third of the new ones. Got it. And I, I thought it was great. I really, really? did, yeah. Oh, if man. you watch it again. I don't ever want to. Uh, I'll give you that. Is but that I, blasphemy in here? No, to say? no. This isn't. This isn't even a nerd podcast. <laughs> I just Joe DeRosa, you know Joe. Yeah, loves uh, the third one. Okay, and I was like, we're we're currently rewatching a new. We just watched a New Hope. We're going to do Empire, and then of course Jedi and all that. So he was like, Holmes, you gotta watch Revenge of the Sith. Just me, Holmes, and we watched it, and we were a little high. I, I'm not a big pod guy, but we were we were doing this thing. Yeah. We were doing this thing. What am I apologizing? But we were like just getting high. I'm so sorry. In the day, I've never done this because I have not. I have nothing going on. So we <laughs> smoke pot in the day. Right away, I'm on board, and we're watching. Me, my girlfriend, and Joe are watching. Uh, we watch the third one, and it opens with that sort of classic. This is all I'm going to say to try and win you over. It opens with that classic sort of like you know the words go mm-hmm. into oblivion, and presumably they're still there. <laughs> yeah, they're out there somewhere. <laughs> Those words are floating around. There's six paragraphs. And it's very slow. Floating. (laughs) Six paragraphs is so Floating around. And they might run into each other at one point. Yeah, but they bounce off each other like those screensaver things. (laughs) 
Dink. <laughs> Let us go. Exact separate ways. There's just a guy with a telescope going, oh, there's Mercury and there's uh, Vega. Oh, there's the, uh, oh, uh, New Hope. <laughs> the uh, the uh, New Hope preface. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't, they're such great movies, they couldn't make them without an opening like, okay, so it's uh, like a long time ago <laughs> and uh, Luke is like this guy in the Empire. Like, we couldn't tell that with right. We dialogue. are trying to land a comment on the Empire Strikes Back prologue. <laughs> it's like what? Why? It's out there. We gotta see what's on it. It's all that's, yellow. That's we really funny. We landed on the A. <laughs> Watch your footing. There's a, a hole in that A. <laughs> yeah. Lowercase. There's even less room. That's really <laughs> funny. So we watch the third one. It opens with the words "Go into oblivion," and then you kind of see a ship, and then these two ships. Come zooming up, and it opens with like one of the most exciting. So I'm high, but I literally went like, "Oh wow!" <laughs> right. Like I didn't even give the order. I did an involuntary. Oh wow! It was right. just so from fun. Gut to mouth. It just came out like a child. And if there is a good side to marijuana smoke, and there's plenty of good sides to marijuana smoke, but one of them is it can return you to a childish place where I was just unironically going, Neato! And it was Neato. <laughs> right. So then we watched A New Hope, and by comparison, they might have been ahead of their time. I'm just going to say it. that Those movies might... I know the first two, no good, but that third one was very good. And it just wasn't what we wanted. But if you go back and watch it, like the second Matrix film, without all the anticipation, without okay. all the expectation, okay. you can just be like, that's a fun time. They got lightsabers. They make the noises. <laughs> all right. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I... <laughs> <laughs> right, all, all that, all that is, is is done better. Yeah, the later ones. Yeah, you know, it's choreographed better. Yeah, here are my thoughts on uh, the new Star Wars. Hit it, Episode Three. There's a line that I think is maybe one of the most inexcusable lines I can't in movie wait. history. I, can we? Can you not say it yet? Because I'm just so excited. You wanna, do you want to live in that I moment? I want to live in the anticipation. <laughs> okay. I know I'm going to agree with you. I just know it. And I just can't wait to hear it. Please tell me the line. So it's inexcusable. I, it's 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 like I heard that, and I just like I I didn't even have the energy to walk out of the theater. I was so, <laughs> just it like, actually took it from you. Yeah, I lost faith not just in the movie, but in people. Yeah, just like one of yeah. those kind of things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it Your was, trust had been broken. So they, I guess, like Anakin had finally he's completely turned, and they're ready to. The Empire is ready to make their move to kill all the Jedi. Yeah, like, this is what they've been planning for. The the tide has turned in their favor, and they're ready to do it. They got all their armies ready to go to attack. Yes, and the the Emperor Palpatine gets on the 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 PA the, the, <laughs> the you know, evil PA. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, a Chicago thing. But like the fast food. Yeah, you know you've lived in a lot of cities when you have a lot of like restaurants and grocery stores. It's I don't even know. I honestly don't even know where I am anymore. Me Did too. You have that? I say that to my girlfriend. I go, let's go to Albertsons or Jewel or <laughs> whatever. Uh, what, I, don't I don't know. know. Let's go get food in a store. It's like it's seventy degrees out. And it's not snowing. I don't. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, it's yeah. just a whole. It's anyway, so down. he's he's getting. Re- they're all ready. They're ready to pounce, and he gets on the PA, and he goes. <laughs> Execute order sixty six. <laughs> okay, that's bad. What? What? Execute what? order sixty six. What are the other ones? <laughs> what else is there? What is thirty five? Give me coffee. I don't get it. What else is there? That's all they are there to do. It makes no sense. <laughs> 
<laughs> the one through sixty-five are just who knows. Iron my cape. <laughs> I don't know. Just do it. Should just be all right. The thing, go do the thing. Do the thing that we're all here to do. Go. Now begin. Yeah. <laughs> Execute. Yeah. Oh, 66, how sinister. <laughs> it was the worst. You know the early draft was 666. <laughs> it was like it's, phonetically it's not going to work. Got to got to truncate. I'll agree with that. I thought uh, a line that I didn't like in the third one is uh Oh, you kept watching after that. <laughs> I, I kept Execute Order 66 is ejected from the DVD player. <laughs> 67 is turn off the TV. Yeah. 68 is... Find a gun and kill yourself. <laughs> it's one order. Finding the gun and killing yourself is, is considered yes. one order. I didn't like the line where he goes, uh, he gets, you know, he's all chopped up. Spoiler alert. He's going to become Darth Vader. Oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah at the end. And he goes, from now on... You shall not be called Anakin. You shall be called Darth Vader. And I'm like, you just had that? You just had the name ready to go? That's, that was the one that took me out of it. And he doesn't even go, like, he doesn't go, like, why can't I still be Anakin? He's just like, okay, I'll right. answer to Darth I'm Vader in, now. I mean, who's going to fuck me now? I got no legs. What do you say? I'm singed. I look like. No, he had, he had, a, he had, a wait, he had it waiting. Like, if this guy he ever gets mutilated, yeah. I will have a perfect name for him. If he's ever mutilated into the the point where he needs to wear a where suit. Where he needs that suit, that cool suit that I have ready. Yeah, because that's where we have to make the story go. Well, that's funny because that suit clearly wasn't custom. You know what I mean? So maybe that was just what you got Generic. for like severe burns, <laughs> amputation. Right, there's, a hundred there's hundreds of thousands they of just are lame. They're just burn victims in hospitals. This is Gary just Vader. sitting around. <laughs> Didn't they do watching that on YouTube? Watching MASH. Other Vader. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But another, another lame Vader. Just like uh, everybody. That's the first edict he had as Darth Vader was return those costumes and get a lamer costume. Because I'm Darth Vader. Now. Right, right. This I can't compromise my branding. And also his voice changing was a little bit weird. And to I, James Earl Jones. To James Earl Jones for no reason. Like, I would have liked to see in a GPS moment where they're like, what voice would you like? <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand woman. <laughs> James Earl Jones. Because oh, he, he talks, uh, he talks like, um, you know who he talks like uh, is the guy from the social network who then went on to play Spider-Man. Okay. It's this it's this kind of style of acting where you just speak very kind of like staccato and unaffected. That's what Hayden Christensen was also doing. Which is like, you can't you can't go away, Leo. I had a dream you're gonna he die. He's terrible. And then he goes, You also can't steal Facebook from me. <laughs> How dare you, my name is Eduardo. I'm coming back for everything. <laughs> I can't wait to stand over your shoulder. Watch you write a big check to Princess Leia. <laughs> You're combining movies by yep. styles of acting. I, yeah. Bad styles of acting. That's a new one. Right. It works for old... It works None for of this. those people are in, are in both movies, <laughs> but they have a common thread where the acting is flat. That's right. That's It's an essence that bonds those movies. Yes. Uh, so there's that. 
Yeah. Because that's my problem. And then, so generally, I didn't, I didn't like... Execute orders. Come on. I, I can't believe people just... They, nobody, I heard nobody talk about that. I, uh, in, I In one of the earlier ones, there's always a bigger fish, like really made the, my dick go inside my body. <laughs> there's always, which, which one is that? Because they're underwater with Jar Jar, and it's it's the two guys. Oh, the early, okay. And, and it's Obi-Wan, and they're zooming around underwater, and there's a fish that's going to eat them, and then a bigger fish eats that fish, and Qui-Gon goes, with all his Jedi wisdom there's yeah, right. always a bigger fish right. it's like what are we in line at some fucking yankee candle well, this is a long time ago they, the haven't had, they have no socrates there's nothing it's just <laughs> it's all the stuff before that they're like figuring out very basic <laughs> philosophy it takes one to know one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god my god you this are a master <laughs> What do you think about the? Oh, keep going on why you hate the third one. Oh uh, no! So the, f- I mean, the first three, like the the the, the most recent ones, the, the episodes one through three, were generally regarded as not as yeah. good. No, I agree. That's why I was so shocked when I watched the third one and right. enjoyed. Well, now you so, won't be able to watch. I know. Executors, I, clear, clear. Execute order sixty six. If you, it's all setting. You He's know what a I cough mean? button. <laughs> Excuse so me. So stupid. Um, yeah. And the like, you-, you realize people are watching this. <laughs> what are you doing? I Who know. wrote that? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Some guy at Starbucks. I was like, I got it. He heard someone go, 66, order 66. <laughs> there it is. You've done it, fourth person to retool this <laughs> yeah, script. Yeah, yeah, right. And he cut pages of the Congress scenes, and they still stayed in. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so what else is bad? So the, the first three are bad. I think they're bad yeah. for various reasons. That's you know one example. I just think they're bad. And then you go, they ruined the franchise. They you ruined- think they didn't? Well, that's, that was what I said when I first saw the, the episodes one through three. I'm like, they ruined it. I loved Star Wars as, as a kid. I, I yeah. had all the on VHS, the, yeah. the, the widescreen, which was weird to have yeah. on VHS. Yeah. Um, I had the toys, and I, I was into it. And then I was like, they ruined such a great franchise. And then I, then I rewatched episodes four through six, and they didn't ruin it because those are bad movies, too. <laughs> They aren't good. They're the same. They're equal. I thought for sure you were going to say they didn't. Those are great. No. What a switch. Those also suck. (laughs) Spoiler alert, Star Wars is bad. You think it was just because you were young. I was young? Yeah, remember we were, this is the age I was when I bought Brick. Toys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Why would I like trust my like cinematic? Well, I mean Harrison Ford and uh... much better cast. Yeah, much better cast. Mark Hamill. Yeah, much better cast. And also, you know, it was it was a new thing. It was new. Yeah, that's the thing. Right. Is that then became the Rosetta Stone uh, like a shortcut for people to make a science fiction movie or even an action movie? So, yeah. I mean, like, how much credit do we need to give? Of course. I fell asleep during A New Hope. We were high again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're watching seven movies in a row. You're going to fall asleep during one of them. You can't take it out on the movie. It's how humans work. You <laughs> watched 15 movies in a row, and that 15th one kind of sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. We, it was a different day. But even Joe, who loves Star Wars, was like, wait till we get to Empire, because <laughs> yeah. we all nodded off. There's yeah. a lot of like, there's a lot of board meetings where they're like, the Death Star is these, you know, we need to get in here. And right, like, right. They're talking did that, about did it. that win the Oscar? I don't think it won an Oscar. Did it? Aristotle on the ones and twos. 
You know, either way, I think it was, it was nominated. I'm a big one. I mean, it was nominated or it won. We're gonna know in two seconds. I uh, the reason I like the new, the old ones, the the four or five six or whatever, is because it follows that sort of hero's journey for me, and I like that. Sure. The first three don't. Yeah, you have Luke who spends you know a week in training, then goes on and takes the Dark Lord of the universe. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> You can't even get the thing out of the river. Oh, wait. Well, you're talking about Empire now. How much time is between that and, and Return of the Jedi? Listen. Oh, he's got a black cloak now? Yeah. Well, we don't know how long he was there. And you Come don't on. know what Yoda was cooking in that tiny, tiny <laughs> pot. <laughs> it's just a midi-chlorian soup. That was one of the first sketches I wanted to do. I still want to do it, which is Yoda is cooking in that tiny cauldron. <laughs> it's a Yoda-sized cauldron. And Luke has been training all fucking day. Right. And the sketch was just Luke being like, really? We're just just a cup? This is just a <laughs> cup of soup for me? I, I just did 40 backflips, and I tried to lift a fucking X-wing out of the swamp using the force, and you, and you made hot water for me? And he's right. like, mm, hungry you are. Shut the fuck up! I need a sandwich! I couldn't get over that tiny cauldron the first time I... Well, that's not true. When I saw it more recently. The heart of Kaudugu in this soup. <laughs> And you know what? I will say this. When we had no problem with Yoda's syntax when we saw the first three, the original three, I mean. And then it seems a little sillier in the later ones where he's just like, mm, <laughs> much anger, I feel. Talk normal! Cause, well, also because he's not this like old, decrepit thing. Right, he's just a guy. He's flipping around. Like, okay. <laughs> it's like if I saw my lightsaber. grandfather just suddenly do like jumping jacks and like was in the Jesse White tumblers. Mm, a second wind I've gotten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> People love that. Jumping off the difference. I will say it was ahead of its time. Remember when they were like, they're only, they're shooting it uh, digital. Yoda's going to be CGI. And mm. we were all like, what the Fuck. And yeah. now we're just like, of course, what are you going to do? A puppet? <laughs> puppet? Yeah. Well, right, could you imagine, like, with, with, that we'd have the hand moving them around? It's just Frank Oz. <laughs> but you see the hand, like, in the things. <laughs> just that would be so funny to reshoot <laughs> the prequels with an old Only puppet. Only that Yoda. change. Yeah. <laughs> Only that. And done as well as you can. <laughs> but he's it's flying through the air, jumping in him around. Oh! <laughs> I would I, if any studio had the balls to like put all of it into the movie, put the hundred million dollars, but then have one thing where it was like a guy just hand maneuvering Yoda around, re-releasing a movie. There is no demand for a re-release, only to have a puppet Yoda. And if I may, I can't stop laughing as we're thinking about it. The idea of a puppet Yoda, so he's badly animated with like strings. Is flying through the air at uh, that guy. Is that Count Dooku? Count Dooku. Count Dooku. <laughs> Count Dooku just slices it right in the <laughs> Like, the two halves of the rubber suit <laughs> just flop onto the ground. Right, he actually cuts off Frank Oz's arm. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> but it's singed. It's right, singed. Exactly He'll be fine. like in episode five. Except in the in when he cuts off uh, the guy in the bar, when Obi Wan cuts off his hand, it's bleeding. Oh, really? Remember when he goes, "I don't like my friend doesn't like you." 
Okay. I don't like you either. They, yeah, they, and but, then he cuts his hand off. It's bleeding. But they cuts the wampa's arm off, and it's not bleeding. I think they they made it a a choice to be like lightsabers don't make you bleed because that hurts our ratings probably. I think they did. Like later, you mean? That's what I mean. Like, it's yeah, singed in it. retrospect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it would have been cool if in the third one, Anakin's lightsaber starts to turn red because he has a good guy's lightsaber. Yeah, and then he starts killing all these kids. Right. I think that's they. They could have made the choice that the lightsaber color is dictated by your soul. Yeah, it's kind of a Lord of the Rings, yeah, thing where the sword changes. Does that happen in Lord of the Rings? Yeah, the the one sword it glows when orcs are around. Yeah, that. that yeah. I know a lot about this stuff, and I'm not. I don't like. You don't even love it. What's well, well, Lord of the Rings movies were, were I liked? Do you think the new Star Wars will be good? No, none of them. Been, none of them have been good. <laughs> they have yet to prove that they can make one good movie. So why would I think that the seventh one? I will say this: What kind though. of idiot am I? Am I like no, the seventh one will probably turn it around? No, you lost me. I'm out. I don't. Th- I didn't like the J.J. Abrams uh, Star Trek. Okay, I didn't see it. I, I never got I into like the Star Trek. I've made this point a million times. Star Trek is just not a fun world for me. It's like dads in a Winnebago. But in space. Okay. What if we went to that planet? <laughs> Shut the fuck up! Let's find a Denny's. Right, I'm hungry. Mom's crying, and you're drunk. <laughs> Let's go to that planet. You fucking dick. Uh, well, we've talked about Star Wars quite a bit. <laughs> what do? What do you? What's your deal with your parents? Which Which parent are your parents living? They are. They are living. Yeah. And are they together? No. And who do you prefer? Oh man, I can't. I can't publicly admit the. There is an answer. Is it obvious? Does the whole family know? I think each constituent party knows. Everyone knows. So who are you protecting? (laughs) (laughs) In my family, it was clearly me and mom. Have you seen the movie Squid and the Whale? Yeah. The first line of that movie is he goes, "Me and mom versus you and dad." That's okay. the first line of the movie because okay. they're playing tennis. Yeah, and that was that. That movie really speaks to me. It's actually, yeah, I, I have uh, a younger brother, and my parents split up. So that yeah, movie is kind of like hits it right on the head. And you're the older one. You're the I'm Eisenberg. The yeah, and they're well, but and it's weird because I am. I'm gonna write that down. I don't think my like, girlfriend's seen that movie. I, oh, and that's it, what the notebook's for. This is just, <laughs> I was like, oh, you're going to do just, like research. You're like, no. oh, no. I got to tell my girlfriend to watch that. This is just a write down I got to get carrots. <laughs> I came in, it was so professional. You got the water, you got a notebook and a pen. I'm like, oh, he's really- No, this is so, if I wanted to write down something to remember. But I also sometimes write down things just for me. All right, ooh, I got to pick up my pants. <laughs> So Squid and the Whale, and you were saying you had a younger brother and a divorce. When did they get divorced? I was 12. So, so around that age-ish. Yeah. He's a little bit older. Yeah, so yeah, so I was 97. Yeah, okay. And, yeah, right around there. And um, yeah, it's interesting how, and this has nothing to do with like, uh, you know, affinity for one over the other, but like, I am my father's kid and my brother is my mother's kid. I understand. Like, 100%. That's like, how it is in my family. The traits my, are just, boop. My older brother. I'm my dad 2.0. Everybody loves everybody, but my brother and my father, it's just, they just kind of clicked in this way, and then me and my mom clicked in that way. Right, so yeah, I, I, well, I, not to it? give away who I prefer, but yeah. I, not, I wasn't, it was just more like, in terms of characteristics. Oh, who like, you, yeah, oh, who, like, 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 you became him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't like that? Well, no, there's, we just have very similar. Search your feelings. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also, the Execute guy just cuts order. off your hand and, and, and he tells you he's your dad. Believe him. <laughs> Maybe believe him. Maybe he's not fucking with you. He doesn't believe him? No, Luke doesn't believe him. 
He says, no. <laughs> I, I That's that not no. true. That's what? impossible. Oh, I see. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. No! <laughs> I'd rather be garbage than your son. <laughs> He's a hanging on in space or something. Some stupid fucking thing. But I know all the line. I had them, I had all the wave clips. Remember, like back in when the internet was new, and you would get wave like wave <laughs> yeah. clips. Yeah, and I set them all like to my computer's alerts. Like I would have yeah, Star Wars would and Simpsons. Mine too. Yeah. Uh, what was my Simpsons one? It was something like some. It was Homer, Homer saying something about computers or something. Yeah. Yeah, I had woohoo. A friend of mine, when he turned his Mac on, it played the opening chords of "Start Me Up" by nice. the Rolling Stones. That's good. That I think, good yeah, one. if I if I closed a program or closed down the computer, I think it was Darth Vader going all too easy. That's great. Yeah, I, and then later, when things got more sophisticated, you could actually have the Mr. Burns graphic come on and go, "Hello, Smithers, <laughs> you are quite good at turning me on." <laughs> yeah, the Sosumi sound. You know that one? Remember Sosumi? No, it was. Dunk! Like that or something? Oh, I don't know what Sosumi sounds like. That wasn't it. Oh, anyway, sound. But it was illegal. It was one of the sounds, like one of the pre-included okay. sounds in like an old Mac. And it was it was called Sosumi because like they didn't have the rights to it. So it was a joke, like Sosumi. Got it. Yeah. Little fact. No, nice. That, that and Mormons. I'm loaded. <laughs> and and don't more. forget to tell my girlfriend to watch <laughs> yeah, Squid yeah, in the yeah, Oil. Yeah. <laughs> We've learned a lot. Okay, go. Dad, About, Mom, Dad. Oh, uh, you were saying... I was saying that I'm I'm like, my and then father. I said, "Does that bother you?" Uh, no, because you know I think you know with anything you are given whatever you're given the the life you had or the the sort of you know internal you know engine and the the the, the brain and the feelings and the emotional states and stuff like that and the, the the compulsions or propensities to whatever you have all of that and then it's sort of up to you to recognize you know, as you get older to recognize, okay, these things are pulling me in this direction and it's having like a negative consequence yeah. or it can be used to, you know, like, like the, the thing that makes me do comedy could easily have me in a gutter somewhere. Sure. You know what I mean? It's that same motor where it's like, I have to, have to, have to go. Like I have to do this. Right. And if it was pointed in, in a slightly different direction, it could, it could get me into a lot of trouble. Luckily it's, I'm able to put it towards something that, you know, society deems yeah. relatively, you know. Yeah, valuable. Uh, right. And so I don't, nobody thinks, I, you know, everyone thinks I'm a hard worker as opposed to an addict or something like right. that. But there, it, it really fills the same place. And I'm sure you can, of course, identify with that. I do all the time. I, I, I worry actually sometimes about other family members of mine, cousins, brothers, all that sort of stuff, is that I'm like, oh, they don't have this release. I don't know how they do it. Right. What do you like guys do? You just go home and watch something? <laughs> like I get such a palpable uh, discomfort from not performing that only gets alleviated by performing. Right. And you'd think it would be like, oh, you need the adoration. It's like, no, I need to like do this thing. Right. Yeah, and have the response for sure, but like, right. I need to do it. I need to do it, and the podcast is a little bit that way for me. And then I sometimes think about people that do just go home. I'm like, I try it, like drinking or drugs or jerking it. I'm like, nothing fills the hole. No, there's. <laughs> yeah, that would be sad if that if that did. worked. All I just get drunk and jerk off, and I I'm make good. My, my GI Joes touch each other, and then I jerk it. <laughs> Yeah, Joe, you have like inter-military uh, uh, oh, yeah. weirdness? Right. <laughs> so you, in my universe, but, girls are allowed in the military. <laughs> in G.I. Joe, you were. Uh, sometimes. Uh, it depends. Uh, you know what I mean. Uh, so For you, seven hours. I, th- I feel like that's part of the charge of life is to figure out 
what not baggage, but just like what neural pathways did you inherit, and then trying right. to spin, them, trying to point them in a better direction, right? Because so you th- can be crippled by them too. Yeah, and I feel like when people are like I'm becoming this person, it's it's sort of a lack of agency, and you want to make sure that you you know you you take whatever it is, and they have good qualities, they have things that you know have fucked them up, and you want to make sure that you kind of just recognize you know what it was internally that kind of made it happen. Like, and what here, was it? Uh, well, it's not my story to tell. Like, it's not. Oh, you mean your dad? Yeah, like so. I'm speaking like you know generally. Yeah, no, but I mean for you, what what was it? Oh, I mean like you know, um, I have certain um, I don't know certain issues that uh, I, I see parallels to that that he's had. Yeah, and that you know. And what are you? Let's not talk about him, but what are what are the? Well, ones? I'm trying to do it within a way that's yeah. Uh, oh, because we've brought him it, up now. Yeah. It seems like obvious. Well, no, but just yeah, like you know. Um, I seem like I'm stammering, but it's just because there's so many specifics that yep. I have to remember that I'm not just sitting on the couch with you. Exactly. Which, you know, uh, I, I mean, I talk about a, li- a lot about this, you know, on stage and stuff. So, but like just, I've, I've had weird, you know, relationships have always been weird for me. Yeah. And I just got out of a, a really uh, intense relationship with somebody who... Recently? Yeah. And, um, you know, I just found myself reacting in a way that made me understand some other things if that makes sense yeah you sort of go oh this is probably the feeling if i didn't like get on top of it that could take me down x y path or whatever like oh, that. interesting and so in the past I and mean, we talked about it in the, the live show when i did it in montreal i do a joke about um stalking right which was i mean i like i waited out like, i waited outside a girl's apartment when i was like 23 or whatever it's actually someone i'm friends with now so you know yeah. but like uh it was it was a it was a compulsion thing. It was I was so blind with like anxiety and rage, and I didn't know what to do with it. And that was the same like with stand up. It's the only thing that will work. The only thing that would like help me was to like contact them in some way because of whatever. I was very very you know immature and, and inexperienced with with that kind of thing, and so it was just it just took over me. Yeah. And it it, it you know I, at this point I w- I could never do that and um. But like I, I still have the same compulsive. Yeah, the 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 embers are there. They're just not as bright, and they're not as um. They don't take control of me as much. Well, stand up really is a compulsion. I think to almost anybody that does it, unless you keep it in check, you know. Yeah, or unless you're like, it. yeah, I'm just doing this to get a job. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I feel like if yeah, for most people who do it, like if you're if you you, you know who who the people are, you see them out every night, and you're like, okay, this is you're you need this. <laughs> like, I I will say that I need it. Less the more I go, which is nice. You need it less the more you go. You also Meaning the longer a- I've been doing it, I've been doing it like f- almost 15 years or whatever. So right. like now a set, like doing a set will can last, you know, four days as opposed to needing to do it the next day and the next right. day. Right. You, you got a lot in your hump. Right. It, it stores up, up in the hump as opposed to before, like you need to do several shows in a night. Well, I wonder also if, if it would be different if you, I mean, you, you've reached a you know, certain level of, of well, success thing and so you have some you freedom. Down. Yeah, You have some you freedom. So you know if you wanted to pop into certain places, you can get up right. as opposed to where I'm at. I, can't, I don't have that luxury. In, you need in to Chicago, book it I could time. do that. Right. I, I got to like be grinding and, you know, I see an empty spot in my calendar. I'm like, ah, fuck. That's Whereas, absolutely right. At, 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 at your position, you're probably like, that's a choice as right. opposed to. And that's what—that's really what we're chasing. But I say that 
with great hope for all comedians is that like once you do start getting a couple things checked off on your on your checklist your own personal goal list or whatever we can be a little bit more normal i said the same thing to mike lawrence like talk about a real loon that just had to perform constantly you know what i mean right oh yeah like a real addict yeah i say loon to be funny but like a real yeah, yeah. real addict you know like who had to perform and you know i've had very successful comedians tell me the same thing that they were just like i force myself to take time off so that i don't become like a fucking robot that well only yeah it. right and, and it's just it's frustrating when you know you can't get up because stand-up is not it's uh it's not music you know musicians can sit in a studio in their room and just write a song for 10 hours they can right. practice they can run scales they can right. rehearse they can whatever they want to do um and obviously performing live is a different thing it's a different skill but it's not so far off like you know and we probably try to emulate that in some way we'll like talk to ourselves in the shower in the car That's but right. it's not quite it doesn't work the same i mean i'll yeah. have i'll have full on conversations with myself that i'm not even it's like no longer like oh, i'm kind of mumbling some stuff i will out loud <laughs> say full discussions really yeah and, and I, that helps you think more clearly i don't i don't know it just kind of happens and then i don't stop it and then um, I did it one time. I was at the gym. Like I was the only person at the gym, and somebody like came in. Was like, uh, okay. Ha. I was like, oh, well, I don't even. But to, it, it's, to that, yeah. I say, you're, you're, I mean, I, I've always found it fascinating that talking to yourself or hearing voices in your head is considered crazy. I used to have a bit about it where I was like, if you have a voice in your head, that's crazy. But if you have a song in your head, that's okay. So it's okay to hear a voice in your head right. as long as you brought the band, right? Sort of thing. <laughs> so it never really worked, but. Like Eckhart Tolle will say that like crazy people, quote unquote, crazy people on the street that are talking out loud going like, you shut up, shut the fuck up, Dan. Right. Shut up. Like that person is only saying out loud what we're all doing constantly. So when I hear you say that, I'm just like, you're giving it voice. Everybody's mind gets away from them. Everybody can be a slave to their mind and the mind starts using you as opposed to using your mind. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, a, it's just yeah, sometimes it's a way to, to take a thought and, and just, you know, put it into words because in, in your head, the thought is so amorphous. It's words yeah. mixed with colors and What's feelings funny? and, like, that energy. And yeah. Like, uh, I, w- I was just thinking about that today, too, was the idea that people are like, worry doesn't help. Worry doesn't help. And I'm like, I agree with that on like a mystical plane. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't help. <laughs> right. But like, in a Qui Gon Jin, there's always a bigger yeah, fish yeah. sort of way. But like, then I think about all the times that I've spent, like you, like a real fucking loon in the car talking to myself yeah. or rehearsing yeah. or even on the way to a meeting anticipating how I might respond if this came up or this came up or yep. this came up. And I'm one of those people that. Again, on that mystical sort of plane, is I'm trying to free myself of that and just own the idea that if that happens, you'll know what to say. Interesting. And you don't need to rehearse. Right. But then, like, I do know as a stand-up, and this is one of the things, one of the kind of crazier things that it reinforces being a stand-up, it does reinforce the idea that talking to yourself in the shower or the car or whatever does help. Because you'll get up on stage and you'll you'll be saying it for the third, fourth, right? Fifth it's like, oh, I, I yeah, I remember this one from yeah. from when I was washing my my arms. <laughs> it might help doing... if I actually scrub my arm. Just to <laughs> yeah. get the act out in here, right? You forget which mechanics <laughs> oh. are part of showering, and, and when you shower, are. you just stand perfectly still. <laughs> what else is going on? The shampoo <laughs> up to your mouth. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> For some reason, I become a comedian. I'm not in the shower. I become like a, tr- a trite '80s. Like, well, you know, how we do in Iowa. It's like I never do that. But in the shower, shower brings out the worst. In well, me. what what happened with the with the lady? 
Well, that, I mean, that was, that's an ex-girlfriend, and we ended up, I mean, we dated, like, a bunch, on and off, on and off. I lived with her for a while. It was just, it was just, I mean, we were both kind of, like, these turbulent, weird people. I, I, I'm just speaking, like, for myself. Like, that was something that, you know, it, it, addressing that issue was important, being like, okay, you know, people always like, we gotta stop doing it, you gotta stop doing this. It's like, yeah, but that's coming from somewhere, so what is that? And you try to just, with experience, you know, it's like anything. Like, so the first time you break up with somebody, you're like, ah! One. Uh... And then it's like the first time you got high. It's no, it's not really different than the next couple times you get high. You just don't know what it is, so you're like, ah, in my brain, you know, right, like, right, I don't right. know what's happening. Right. So it's the same thing that happened with that. Like I didn't know what this feeling was. Like I was like, I wanted to die, but also hold her. Like I was just this crazy, <laughs> like you know, I, I it's just like, ah, you know, and so it took over me in a way that you know, I, I I don't stand by what I did. You know, it wasn't like physically destructive, but it was not a positive thing. Relationship. Yeah, it was just like in like you know texting is incessantly that kind of stuff. Like I don't stand. Oh, so by you it. you got compulsive on that as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. And so like I don't I don't that's something I don't do anymore. The behaviors I, I, I thought this was the recent one. No, this was no sorry. This uh, was this was this was like this was seven years ago. Recently, recently no. That's but this is a good. Oh, uh, so you've corrected it exactly. So now I'm able to kind of walk away just because I think I have the experience and I know like okay here's that feeling of here's where I miss them but I know what that is I know I don't really miss them I'm just like lonely, lonely. and I want something oh that's one of the worst things somebody said to me is, is like do you miss them or do you miss anyone like, yeah do you, do you miss want not them being in alone, your bed yeah. or do you want anyone <laughs> yeah anyone like, who knows you <laughs> <laughs> terrifying terrain just truly terrifying to have to face that question but if you recognize that you're like oh I just want Someone, and then you can kind of just turn it inward and be like, "Well, what is going on? I don't need anyone to figure right, this out. I can right. just kind of." Well, how are you doing on that idea? When I hear all this, like all these strategies to kind of like cope and get all these external things—girlfriends, shows, achievements, and stuff—how do you do with just yourself? Are you trying to? Are you trying to be more self-sustaining? I have, I, I, completely honestly, I've been the last two months. That's why I split up with this girl, and uh, the last two months I have been. I've never been uh, better on that end. Mm. Like I just feel I do, I go to bed. I'm not like oh, I wish a <laughs> I wish a warm long haired body was here. It's like I don't. I it's you know yeah. It's like and sometimes I think about like I'm so focused right now on the comedy on you know I, you know I came out here to to L A and do a bunch of stuff and and I got to do a ton of shows and that that is more satisfying to me right now and doing stuff like the, the podcast and meetings and all these kind yeah, of sure. things. It's just like being involved and being active and, and making sure that engine is turning and, and doing the shows. Like I have more fun doing that right now than I would I like the idea of like a, a date like am I gonna hey I, I don't wanna you know what I mean like it's you just I'm like I, every comedian gets that thing it's like what are we gonna sit across from each other and talk <laughs> about our families well it's just like I don't like you do, I don't know that you're gonna be able to even talk in a way that I'm used to talking like now I have to like go and feel you out but I just I'd rather go that's the other comedian thing is you start talking like comedians and then you go out and you start saying the wrong things and you're like oh right (laughs) it's like we're all in prison and then we get out and you're like hey give me a cigarette I'll shiv you and people are like what (laughs) you could just ask and these aren't cigarettes these are chopsticks and we're eating Chinese food (laughs) like just a terrifying (laughs) why did he leave prison and not know what things are anymore <laughs> i don't know he doesn't know social norms or like object <laughs> i don't know objects anymore yeah. i've been away too yeah. long no i understand uh okay 
So did you, were you were you uh, attracting a lot of the same types of women? I'm often fascinated. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why do we do that? That's so interesting to me. Well, that's another thing is I realize like and, and the thing is that when you're when you're attracted to them, you don't know why. You just are. Like if you physically if you're attracted to somebody, you're like, oh, okay, it just it it rings the bell in your in your body for some head. reason yeah and you're just like okay and then you can even it, that can go further you can talk to them and there's like a chemistry there that you're attracted to um but sometimes that can be it's interesting we're, we're attracted to things that might not necessarily uh be things that will be helpful in the long run like oh i love this thing about you now because it's like hot or whatever it's right. like attractive to me now but right. it's going to uh, kill me later I wonder, I don't mean to be too obvious here, but what was your relationship with your mom like? <laughs> uh, you know, we, we dated for a while. <laughs> you know, she, uh, it didn't work out. She wanted kids. Yeah. Genetically, that wasn't going to work out. <laughs> so I kept explaining that to her. Oh, God. She wanted kids. I'm like, you already got one. <laughs> it's me, Mom. What more do you want from me? <laughs> I'm filling your book. Your... The reason I ask is, like, I, I noticed that, like, I, for a while, not my current girlfriend, but I was drawn to women. Like, I grew up with a mom who I love very, very much, and I still love very, very much. But, like, I had a hard time knowing how she was feeling. Like, I didn't know if she, it would be this way or this way, and it kind of seemed very random at times. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up dating a lot of people, not a lot of people, but one in particular, that I was just like, oh, I don't know if you're going to punch me in the face oh, or God. if you're going to be, like, super happy that I did this or this. And, like, the same types of activities, you know, they, they call it, like, borderline personalities. Okay, yeah. So, like, one day, like, flowers would be, like, what a wonderful thing and please allow me to blow you now or flowers the next day would be like what is it my funeral (laughs) and then she'd stab me in the neck now it's your funeral you piece of shit (laughs) and then I I really had to look at that and I was like what is it because we often like it's so I think it's so fucked up but we get so much of our understanding of relationships from our parents how our parents are with each other certainly how we feel about like these gender roles and all that sort of stuff right. so then like uh, what was it that you kept attracting and and do you know why you know I I don't uh, the, the link is actually I think a little bit more nebulous than it's kind of like a one to one thing um because the girls that I date are nothing like my mom uh-huh they're not they're not like my mom is not she, they're much darker than she is. My mom's like this kind of goofy, lighthearted. She's an art teacher. She's a really weird. She's a weirdo. Like she's yeah. like if you, it, she's just wacky. It's fun. Like and now, like when I was growing up, it's probably hard because she was kind of so youthful that it was like almost like I need a fucking mom. Like she you was know? your sister. Yeah. Let's paint. Right. <laughs> right. Make dinner. <laughs> Stop painting a bowl of fruit right. and give me some fruit. Right, I need I need some sense of 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 authority <laughs> yeah. here. I need something to believe in. You can't tell me to go to bed after you do three cartwheels down a dewy mountainside. <laughs> <laughs> like, no one's listening to you. <laughs> in the moon is in the second half. You have no idea how hilariously apt that is. That's so like yeah, it's like. <laughs> Well, she would, yeah, right. She would, she, like- she would sit on my like when I was younger, like really, you know, she would sit on my bed like before I went to bed, and she would, I would, she would ask me to do like impressions, like weird impressions. I did like Jim Carrey or no way, Macaulay, yeah, and then she would like laugh and laugh, and then and then yeah, so it's hard to be like oh cool, and then she's like go to your room, <laughs> <laughs> smoking. It's like no. <laughs> All right, smoking. So I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But you seem like a regimented person. 
I don't know you though. I don't know you very well at all. No. But you seem like a guy who has a pocket knife on him, not for violence, but to like maybe get uh, you know, a headache medicine from Bark. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean is you seem like you seem like you go to meetings on time. You seem like a together person. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's um I don't think that has anything to do with that. I might, but like I just I don't know. It's kind of like um I get mad at people if they don't do that, so right? I'll just be like Well, oh. you also seem like an angry person. I'm angry. Yeah, yeah. There's an anger there, but that's also one of those things that have kind of, it's kind of evened out. Not with me over time. Like your stand up. Yeah. Stand up can often be kind of like, look at this horse shit. You know what I mean? And <laughs> well, that was and honestly, it's very funny. Before I came on here, I was like, I, I was, I wasn't nervous, but I was like wondering how, like, because you're so fun. <laughs> I'm like your mom. <laughs> you're yeah. All right. She's single, by the way. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Will she watch Squid and the Whale with me? <laughs> <laughs> Any long-haired person. <laughs> Any, yeah, that's what it says in your note. Girlfriend or other. Anyone else. Hair longer than me. <laughs> Movie on couch. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, you know, uh, I pull from a specific place for stand-up. I think I'm I'm at my best when it's from a specific... It's not a specific plate, like a specific emotion, but just like a plate, like a more general, like... Uh, that that need like uh, you feel that, like uh, that's got to be a bit I got to make that a right. bit and then when you tell it you're like oh you, you, you come feel relief that. yeah and when you're feeling that when you're in that moment you know internally that's when the stand up can come off because I'm not like a thespian I'm not like some like you know I can like put on a face and become right. I need to draw from myself and I'm, I'm at my best when it, when I'm can, can access that and making a point or making an argument right? yeah well, right and it's, and it's it's usually very um, it's it, there's some anger but it's also just like frustration yeah. and sort of just like a a, a sort of combative right. um, you know uh, argumentative type of thing where I'm, I make a point I make an argument and right. it's like I'll take a position right and 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 you know, Are you uh, that way in life, though? Yeah, I mean, there's uh, in a lot of ways. I mean, obviously, I can be <laughs> not going to be that. I'm not in, like a psychopath. No, but I mean, for me, uh, a lot of the times, like my more divisive thoughts uh, live mostly on stage. Like I'll be much more uh, palatable, you know, in life, and then on stage, like I'll get on stage and and just really rail against something, and that feels really, really good. You start to find that that's also. Um not to make it sound like it's a sellout thing, but that that helps you succeed more because because you're putting it in a context rather right. than like because I used to be that like there's this, I used to be a kind of person where I was very that off stage yeah just like fucking you're all fucking that yeah. kind of thing you want a straw fucking straw <laughs> what do I need a plastic tunnel to send liquid into my face I can't put my lips on the glass yeah I mean to, to the point where like people who know me were like you need to watch True Detective that kind of thing. Like, <laughs> You're in True Detective, and so, but now I think I found I I do I do a podcast I do stand up and you, I write stuff and it's like I can find avenues for it where it's it's more organized and it's but just that's, that's that's the real juice right there right yeah. and finding it, the appropriate use for anger and all that sort of stuff because right. I get angry and grumpy and all that sort of everybody does but then you find you can use it rail against this thing here, rail against even Star Wars and this thing, and then getting on stage and talking about your parents or whatever it is, and then and then the rest of the time you can be like your mom. When the moon. <laughs> cartwheels. Cartwheels that's, in the cemetery. That's not as much of an exaggeration as you think. <laughs> so um, you just made me think of something. What was it? You were saying your stand-up. 
Society. You wrote those things down. Oh, Squid and the Whale (laughs) with my girlfriend. What do you think of watching Squid and the Whale with my girlfriend? I'm I'm into it, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I love your bit about, like, the things that you're raging against. And what are what are some of the big things, I guess, would be a nice way to set you up? Oh, not God. To do, not to do a bit, but I mean, like... No, I know. No, you yeah, and yeah. I, I think, share a similar, like, what is this of it all? We touched on it a little bit with advertising, but it's like, what is going on? And mm-hmm. what are some of the fucking... Whor- I can't get enough of hearing about the horse shit that we're all buying into. Oh God, I could literally, I do, yeah. I could talk about this. For I would, lo- hours I would love it if you. I mean, would. You know, it, it, uh, so some of the frustration there, it, 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 you, it starts with one thing, <laughs> and then it splits off because, like, it's not, it's never one thing. Yeah, you know, media and stuff wants to make everything about one thing because it's easy to sell. Dualism. Is that yes? Like it's either bad or good, or it's black or yeah, white, or it's, or it's even just like us or any them. news story. It's about this. There's no context, right? I mean, they did it with. I mean, they did it with nine eleven. It's like this happened. There's no broad context of it. It's this, right? right. And then and it's propagated. You watch like uh, Zero Dark Thirty, and the movie starts right. at nine eleven. It's like yeah, I just watched American Sniper, and I was like, oh, he went he went overseas to fight nine eleven, which is a date. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't mean to put down our armed service or anything, but like, it, it really, I found. We also that, went to the wrong country, but that's another That's thing. what I'm saying. Yeah. But it's about that war. You know right, what I mean? But so I'm at home going, like, this has nothing. I mean, maybe it does. I'm not an expert, but I'm so, just going, like, the, it doesn't seem like we're fighting 9 11. It seems like we're fighting a war that we wanted to fight. Right. And I don't know if that's true. Please, no, of course it's true. Please don't tweet at me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you, things. Just, I, when it comes to politics, I just don't know. And war is just, I'm so out of my depth. I watched that movie. I had to stop it because I was just like, I can't. Because I'm looking at it to something. I, like you either have to just be like, I'm, I'm for freedom. I want to kill some bad guys. Or you can be like me and just be like, I don't know. <laughs> and, you, and you execute you, Plan 66, you, which yeah, is ejecting yeah, the dead. Yeah, 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 right. <laughs> That's exactly. No, so, all right, so 9 11. Well, American or, Sniper is a, is a good example. Uh, there's a couple of things about that. So, these are, these are, there's a, the news stories that, are, that people are talking about right now. Um, American Sniper, you could put that uh, with something else. So, American Sniper is basically a propaganda film that just tells people that, you know, we're the good guys and brown people are the bad guys. I, fe- I felt it. Yeah, from the movie. From I haven't one. seen the movie. I, I don't need to see it. It's, 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 I mean, you see a billboard every two blocks here in L.A. The, the American Sniper has got a hot Bradley Cooper with an American flag, and the tagline is the most, le- the most lethal sniper in U.S. history. And Selkie's so, the biggest killer that we've ever had. Right. And so that's, but, that's, but that's publicly advertised as a positive thing. It's like, right. oh, this is great. Right, right. Uh, there you go. But it's like, it's fucked up because it's like, okay, but, the, the, you know, it's just... It's, it's just, like it's, Seth Rogen's tweet about Inglorious Bastards where he talks which, about... That, yeah, did you see the follow? That was taken out of context. It was? Well, kind of. He kind of plays it down, which he's a hypocrite for doing because he made basically the same movie about a different thing. North Korea. Yeah, I mean, so so you have... There's, there's three stories. There's the American Sniper, there's the North Korea, the Sony thing, and then there's the Charlie Hebdo. Those all three are connected because they all talk about... You know, free speech and the different you know viewpoints that we have on certain things. So if you go in order, you have the the Sony free speech argument, which is a co- uh, which is a total con job. There's no 
it wasn't a free speech issue. The reason it was a free speech issue is because they wanted to put out a movie that was A, funded by a giant company, and B, supported the mainstream narrative of North Korea's crazy and they don't really deserve to live or whatever. You know, mm. We're going to kill them at the end of it. And then what happened, uh, so it like, if it's free speech, we need to get this, this message out there. The only reason people are t- saying it's free speech is because it's a message they agree with. Mm. Same is true with um, the, the Charlie Hebdo thing. Well, you're saying that I've heard Obviously, people say okay, that if North Korea wanted to make a movie about killing Obama, we also would have been like, hey. Of course. Yeah. No. It, it, or we'd be like, look at how backwards and terrible and lunatics they right, are. Right, you know? right, right. We wouldn't have been like, yeah, they're free. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is a creative spirit. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so and so then you have the, the, the Hebdo thing, which is horrible. I mean, obviously it's horrible. Like, if I got shot at work, I, it's the most, be the most tragic day from family and friends. And yeah, sure. It's just a horrible thing. It's not a, I'm not going to defend what happened, but the reaction to it afterward, we need to stand up to free speech, people printing the Muhammad cartoon. And people have made this point before. It's not a novel point, but it's like, all right, if, they, if it was a bunch of like Jewish uh, terrorists and they killed someone for making a, because they made an anti-Semitic cartoon, mm-hmm. would we be printing the anti-Semitic cartoon and, uh, and dropping it down on leaflets and like from helicopters? No, because we don't agree with that message. We agree with the message that you know, Islam and Muslims deserve to be made fun of. And then that parlays into the opening of American Sniper, which made almost $100 million. Why? Because now we're so drummed up with anti-Islam, anti-Arab propaganda. That we actually want to see We want to some... see it. Yeah, Show we... me him killing them. Yeah. Like it's, it's, and it's a dangerous, dangerous feeling so a hundred million dollars for in a weekend it broke all the winter records and stuff like that and you know i i have to suspect it has a lot to do with the fact that there's it was coming on the tail end i had never heard that point about like a a anti-semitic cartoon that that's very challenging yeah, no, it, uh, Glenn Greenwald uh, wrote an article on The Intercept about that. He made a really good, I mean, it's where he says it better than I do. He's, you know, he's a real writer. Yeah, sure, sure. Researched and stuff like that. But th- th- that was something that, that I was talking about. I was talking about the same thing with the Sony, with his, which is like, you know, uh, it's not about freedom of speech because there's so many points of views that are not represented in our media and are in Hollywood because they go against what, you know, you couldn't make an anti-Israel movie. Right. So... <laughs> I say right. I'm I'm like right. Yeah, you couldn't. <laughs> I'm saying this as a Jew. Like I'm not I'm not some like wingnut. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not being quiet because I'm offended. I'm just like, eh. yeah, no. But so- I have to assume you're saying that there's too many Jewish people in Hollywood. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Uh, no, I thought that's what you were saying. Well, no. that some Jewish person would be like, you can't make a movie. It's not just Jews on, because like, you know you have like uh, the the the, the right wing Republicans who are staunchly pro Israel just because that's it, it helps American policy and stuff like that. So right. like you can't make an anti Israel movie. Uh, you wouldn't find an anti Israel story on Fox. And Rupert Murdoch is not Jewish. Right. It's 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 it goes with the just the sort of the mainstream narrative. And so there's, so so so. You hear people just saying horse shit that has no bearing on reality. So I get frustrated at that because it's like I don't even know where to begin. Mm. It's like I, I, I tweeted this the other day. It was like hearing everybody's opinions on things and like having to go on Facebook or Twitter and reading and just seeing what people think. It's I feel like uh, you remember that scene in The Simpsons where Sideshow Bob steps on all the rakes? Yeah. That's how I feel every <laughs> every fucking thing that i it's just so far off from right people are you know forming opinions based on like false narratives and it's like yeah that makes sense if you believe this insanity like when people like you know dissect 
you know, certain parts of like the Bible or something. It's like, yeah, if you believe that this this happened that way, then like, you know, you're right. gonna then that might be logical. But you have to. You Nobody's know. going back to the source. We're all just running with a ball that yeah, someone and it's, handed our great grandfather, and exactly, we're still running with it. Exactly, right. and it's so, and it's just so, so like the frustration is so like broad because it's like I, you'd have to like scale back all of your knowledge like back to preschool and then rebuild it to right. a sane position. Yeah, and that's true. That's just one example. This is just the newest stuff that's going on. Well, it is interesting, like uh, the whole idea of school. Like I'm currently watching the Freaksy Geeksy. Freaks and geeks. Okay. And, like, it is just kind of a strange – like, I love assumptions. Like, they're really interesting to look at. You know what I mean? So it's just, like, assumed that you would send your kids to a school right. where you're going to learn certain things that were, like, deemed important by other people. You know what I mean? Like, even that, I'm just like, that's kind of crazy if you think about it. It's like, oh, yeah. the kids are going to be given to this building for He's 12 insane. hours a day. And then they're all kind of going to be indoctrinated, for better or worse – we're all going to read the Scarlet Letter. We're all going to read, you know, Charles Dickens or whatever, and, uh, right, and we're all going to learn about, you know, Martin Luther King the way that, that that they want us to learn about him. How? What's the other way to learn about Martin? Luther well, King? I mean, how much they don't get into the stuff that got him killed. What got Martin Luther King? It Martin was when he started King. speaking out against Vietnam and all that kind of stuff. It, was, it wasn't the we know him as the race. That's so and interesting because stuff. I always just assume some like redneck. Kill, yeah, because I'm that's ignorant. that's no, but that story sells because yeah, they could sell it as that because of course that you know in the sixties some racist white dude shot. You him. think he was a assass? Of course, but he's not. The, <laughs> he's not. He's not the first person. How many, yeah. but, no, but, see, but that's the other thing is I, this is stuff that I've been like learning about, reading about. You know, uh, no, nobody knows who Fred Hampton is, which who, is who Fred Hampton was was killed by the FBI in Chicago. He was a leader of the Black Panthers. He was killed in his bed. Yeah, just straight up murdered by the FBI. It was the Chicago police put up to it by the FBI. Because he was, you know, a socialist and he was, uh, you know, organizing gangs and this and that under a nonviolent Black Panther banner. Mm. And so he was killed at 21 years old. And there's no, but you, nobody knows who he is. Yeah. And that's one of the most important uh, things I think that's happened in the, in the 20th century. Is his assassination? Yeah, or what he, he because was it, what it was, what, yeah, because what it represented, it was um, the FBI had a, had a program called COINTELPRO. Which was, uh, I think it started, I, I'm gonna fuck, I don't really know, like, dates and whatever, it's okay. but like, it's, uh, I think the 50s, you know, in, into, like, the early 70s, and they got broken into at the same time as Watergate, and that's how they found everything out. There was, like, floor plans of Fred Hampton's apartment and this and that, and um, they basically tried to break up the Black Panthers, they tried to break up the Socialist Workers Movement, they tried to break up uh, the KKK, pretty much any any group that didn't, you know, fall in line with what the established... Like, militias and stuff, too, I have to imagine... Yeah, it was most. It was mostly black movements and mostly like socialist movements. But uh, then also the KKK, just to keep things weird. I think it was because they're subversive. They don't. That's yeah. not. That's not good. Like no, nobody wants you know, like established power or whatever doesn't want the other, KKK. Other things assembling. Yeah, even exactly. if they are evil. It, right. Exactly. And so <laughs> right. Exactly. So yeah. it was. It was a non. It was. Um, there was no uh, discerning. It was just. And, but it, in this case, you know, the the black rights movements, the, the Panthers, and. Uh, Hampton, in, in this case, was, you know, th they were doing a relatively positive thing. And so they had different agents try to go in and try to fuck it up. And they'd send, like, fake letters to, like, the leaders being like, you know, this is, there's a hit out on you from this person to try to get them to fight each other. But it never happened. So then they ended up just going and straight up killing the dude. And what, what uh, do you have, do you know what they were, like, concerned with? Like, why, why is a nonviolent Black Panther sort of thing? Well, I mean, there, there was some violence. I mean, like, you know, they had, they had guns and they were involved in uh, shootouts and stuff like that. But, but, you know, obviously that's, 
you know, the police are shooting at you constantly. What are you going to do? Right. But like, uh, they were concerned about just, just dissidents in general. I mean, yeah. that's generally how, you know, governments and, you know, power structures work. They don't want anyone to challenge that. Right. That's, that's true across the board. And then that kind of brings us to where we are now, which is, is like completely like nobody bats an eye at the idea. Like if you try to assemble with me at an airport, like if you were just like, let's everybody get together and talk. <laughs> Like literally, a friend of mine. I think I've, I've told the story on the podcast before. Got up to do a bit. It's so stupid. I won't even tell the story. But somebody said the the flight was delayed, and he stood up and he was like, "This is outrageous." He was doing a very stupid bit. It was bad, and he was like, "We shouldn't stand for this. Band together. Who's with me?" Basically, just Nobody, joking. Yeah, nobody's with him. But then they were, they obviously did not let him on the plane. And they were like, you're not allowed to assemble. You're not allowed to, like, bring people together. Now, I understand we're living in a post-9-11 world and people kind of, like, getting together and not being individuals anymore but becoming a group of, like, one cause on a plane is probably concerning. Yeah, well, right. And and, and you start, so the, the cool thing about America in a, in a sort of dystopian sense is that it, <laughs> it's not – when I say cool, I don't mean, like, it's good. I, but I mean, it's, like, it's very fascinating is that America doesn't rely on fascism. It doesn't rely on dictation or, or um, a dictator. It's not like one thing going. You must do that. It's it's all part of this. You know, it starts with the schools and the different things that we see on TV. We don't have to be, you know, told this is what you believe because we right. just accept it and we think it's freedom. We think that we're like, oh, we're free. Like but that's the big trick. Going back to the advertising. Thing I was going to say, about. go back to materialism and consumerism. Yeah, it's that. like we think that we're making free choices and we're somehow separate from this process of um, you know inundation of, of of indoctrination or whatever. But we're not, and we're, none of us are. You can't. It's, hard, it's very difficult to free yourself from that. And if you do, you're basically now you can't even think, how do you even talk to anyone if you're like, ah, uh, this is all lies. Hi. Yeah. yeah. Well, what should we? I guess what is if that's dystopian, which I agree with you, it, it frustrates me, and I feel a heavy weight. I was just thinking today about that. There was a Native American guy, long, 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 long time ago, who had this vision of all of us living in rectangles, and he said it was a, a fate worse than any hell you could imagine. Okay. So he had this vision of all of us basically living in apartments and working in offices and all that sort of stuff. And so he, because you know, we're living in teepees on rolling planes, and there's your mom doing cartwheels. <laughs> So like she's timeless. I think about it all the time. The, the just the Star heavy Wars letters fly by. <laughs> Eighteen callbacks. <laughs> she's timeless. I just feel I feel the weight. I I really do. I really do. Even though I am a chipper person, as you mentioned, I, I like being silly and all that. I'm silly all the time. But I also do feel just the weight of existing in this world, and it does feel like. You know, wearing too many coats or the lead right. jacket they give you at the at the dentist before they do X-rays. You know what I mean? So I understand. It's it's almost like what should we do be doing? Because when I maybe I'm so indoctrinated when I watch movies like Into the Wild where people okay. like go off the grid yeah. and then they get eaten by a fucking bear or whatever. I'm always yeah. like, this is how uh, on the grid I am. I'm like, yes, son, you're right. <laughs> you have been all here. We got GPS. We got Home Depot. We got Pizza Hut. And I believe it. Like I w- right. again going back to Freaksy Geeksy, I'm watching it and they and the dad gets mad at the daughter because she hitchhiked, right? And I turn to my girlfriend and I go, I'm so I've been so washed 
by the 80s where they told me drugs and sex was bad, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, not bad, but you're going to get someone pregnant, you're going to get an STD, you're going right. to get AIDS. No, I drugs can't are kill you. This, this, Yeah. <laughs> you're over there. Jazair comes out and I love it. <laughs> True. They just send you the principles. There's no cleanup. We should be doing this all. The clock is ticking. The snow snot's coming. <laughs> but I mean, like, I was looking at it, I was like, there's nothing more 1960s than the idea of hitchhiking. Meaning, I don't see a separation between me and this driver person. I want to go somewhere. He has a car. It's not his car. It's just, it's just a car. You know what I mean? And I am going to choose love, not fear. I'm going to get in this person's car, and I'm going to go to fucking Woodstock or wherever you're Right. Going. But then, then comes in the people that taught me, which was, no... That woman was raped and killed, or that one guy took LSD and became a glass of orange juice, right. or that guy had sex one time and he got his girlfriend pregnant with triplets, and now he, you know, he's fucking homeless with them. Right. <laughs> and they're a small triplet army that he has yeah. doing his bidding, killing wolves. Right. You know what I mean? So like all this fear, and I, I I've bought every single ounce of it. Dry, yeah. Like, so, so fear. I mean, fear is an interesting thing because fear can be used to, you know, you get people afraid, and then you can kind of make them do whatever you want. That's right. Because you're like, I'm just making them not afraid. Yeah. I don't want to be afraid. Right, just, right, right. So it's just, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, it's been talked about forever, liberty and security and whatever. Um, and so it's just important to parse through that, like how much. It, so sometimes fear is legitimate. If someone's chasing after you, you have a legitimate reason to be afraid. You get the fuck out of there. You know, I'm going to maybe bolt the door shut. There's somebody out there. It's a, you saw it, you know. But it's, it's it's another thing to be like, well, they're telling us I should be afraid. And it seems to make sense. But, like, you know, they, they're choosing what I'm seeing. You know, people want to make us afraid about a lot of stuff. And then you just have to sort of understand what's real and, and what's not. Obviously, there's things to be afraid about there. You can crash your car. You know, things can happen. Well, that's what I find very fascinating is there's always something to be afraid of. That's why. I, yeah, you just. But that's life. I mean, like. Well, I, I could tell you that you know the cells in your body and one of them you know congeals a little bit too much and goes to your brain and now you're having a stroke. That could happen right now. It could happen right now. You know uh, I mean? Also, we're in California. There could be a huge earthquake where the whole state falls into the Pacific. It could right. happen right now. So there's always the choice of fear. And then there's some people like your mom doing cartwheels down the hill. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you have to shut it out, but I am saying you have to shut it out a little bit. Yeah, you can't live in a constant state of like thinking of everything that can go wrong. But then because- we, but then the World Trade Center's you know collapse and all that sort of stuff, and it's it, it taps into. You talk about it being one thing. It's this thing. You know what I mean? Right. So because that helps drum up the fear. And it also this helps give us a, a place to put all of our generalized fear. Right. You know what I mean? When there's something happening in the news that could happen that is random, um, you can take your fear of uh, going deaf. You could take your fear of aging. You can take your fear of impotence. You could take your fear of anxiety. Your fear of fear. And just put it and go like, as long as I have a handgun and a security code, no terrorist is getting me. Well, there's billions of terrorists in your body and some of them give you a stroke. And they're in you now. Yeah, you know. And there's no diplomacy. They they got through the 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 the, the TSA of your your own body. That's right. You cleared them. You fucking dumb (laughs) shit. And there's no American Bradley Cooper sniper in there, right? Taking out the thing that might be growing into uh, cancer in your body, right? It was just, yeah. I mean, like you see. So the, with yeah with nine eleven it's like yeah th- that happened so there's you should not deny that that happened like, and you have to kind of make sense of it but it's also important you know you, that was something that was like a big thing when you know the media was nonstop that and then you started hearing the narratives and that 
that's how we got into Iraq in the first place, or at least how the public support was was garnered. Right. I think it was something like seventy two percent of the public supported an invasion of Iraq, even though Iraq had nothing to do with that. Right. But it's just because people are so discombobulated and like ah. afraid. So it's just important to understand the truth of it. I mean, that's all it is. It's not that there's nothing to be afraid of and all fear is fake. It's just you want to be careful when you start to... F- I, for me, it's like I, anytime I've, I feel like I'm like, oh God, I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, is somebody making me do that? Like, is that being put into me or is that a legitimate thing? Right. And 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 so part of the frustration too is that I have to do that. I have to like, you know, decide what's real and what's not. But also the consequences of our behavior collectively, obviously mine doesn't really do much, but like collectively it's horrible. I mean, you know, people die, uh, you know, wars and stuff. So to me, that's, that's a pretty clear line. Like if, 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 if things we're doing collectively are leading to de- needless death in, in favor, you know, because somebody wants, more money or, or right. something or control of this or that in a way, then that's when I start to get really like, uh, that's the has to stop. Like I can deal with like the, okay, I'm in, I'm living in a superficial consumer world. That's all secondary to like, there's people getting blown up and it's right. just like, I don't. And so I see so many different things that, that well-intentioned people do that feed that, that, that sort of machine and that is frustrating because it's like you're you're doing it wrong you're being good wrong right that's really interesting i we don't have to have a big vegan talk but i do have to say that that is one of the things that i find if i'm a vegan and that's what's appealing about that now i'm not here to i think proselytize that that's going to be i i think that that's going to be the new slavery like when we look back on eating animals we're gonna be like what were they doing i completely agree but i just i still do it of course Look, and, and I'm, I'm not here to judge that at all, but what's appealing, I just mean intellectually appealing, is when you start looking at that. Well, the things you were saying remind me of, like, we all know factory farms are fucking diarrhea. Yeah. You know what I mean? We all know these fucking unhealthy, sad, tortured animals and all that sort of stuff, but we kind of don't care. And then I'm also like, so what else are we shutting out? It's just kind of like a good thought experiment mm-hmm. to let something as commonplace as meat eating or, or leather wearing or whatever it is into your life. And once you start to challenge that, it kind of adds a little bit of elasticity. And I always like to point out that there are things that, you know, I'm wearing this American apparel, but these jeans, who knows who made these jeans? Right. I'm wearing fucking Nikes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm full of my own diarrhea, but it's always interesting. <laughs> it's always interesting to introduce. <laughs> it's weird if you're full of someone else's diarrhea. <laughs> well, I was thirsty. It's really weird to, like, bring in an idea that is against everybody's idea, for the most part, be greatly outnumbered just to keep a little bit of elasticity to your brain. Even if it is, if it's a 9-11 conspiracy, I think it's fun to consider it just to kind of like keep sure. keep things, keep the windows open in your brain as opposed to being like a really airtight, I, uh, Amer- American Sniper was a movie about a guy shooting bad guys. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and that's what's As interesting. As you eat a fucking hot dog in the theater. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and oh, get them. Or whatever it is. People I mean, tweeting, like, it makes me want to kill a bunch of... It's just exactly. crazy. Exactly. And, and, like, pornography. There's lots of things that have these, like, weird dark sides. Mm-hmm. And we just, like... Don't care as long as we're eating and fucking and sleeping and shitting. Yeah. It's just the animal. We're, we're leaning things towards the animal as opposed to the soul. And I don't even mean necessarily a metaphysical soul. I just mean away from our better virtues as human beings. And we push it back towards the animal. 
in the animals where fear is and fucking and judgment and stereotypes and all that sort of stuff away from Mozart and poetry. Right, and, right, you know, right. And, the, and I think the way that you are talking about managing your own consciousness, which is like I want to have you know an, an elasticity, a sort of variance of, of opinion and different things yeah. so I can kind of you know swim through the, 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 the diversity there and, and, and get to a more whatever honest place. I think that that's that you, you have to extend that to I mean ideally I say we have to like we're going to march it's not going to happen <laughs> but like ideally you would extend it to uh, media and, and and different education and things like <laughs> I that we're talking about veganism again media no, no but no meat but does yeah, yeah, yeah the media does media media does suddenly I became <laughs> that guy media does <laughs> the media yeah, just like, so the information we're taking in has that same um, you know quality to it, which it doesn't. Mm-hmm. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very because it's pleasant. And this goes back to like racism. I, I, I joke around on the show. I, I say is popular because it's like people love brains love labeling and putting things here and putting things here and putting things here. Right. Going, that is a black youth. He must be a criminal over here. Oh, I'm going <laughs> to sleep good tonight. <laughs> My wife's not a black youth. How secure. You know what I mean? Or like, it that's is my alarm clock. <laughs> or my teddy bear. I'm good. Yeah. Or whatever it is. Well, Even if what, your brain just is such a fucking asshole. Well, it really yeah, is. It, it, and it has so little to do with your soul, I believe. And again, by soul, I just mean. I understand. I don't think you're going to like. Okay, we need to have a talk. Can I tell you about Christ? (laughs) (laughs) Is this what this pamphlet is for? That's what the notebook is. It just (laughs) says squid in the whale. I think you know what Jesus is trying to say. Well, but we talked about that too with uh, with as, uh, with the you know the comedian talking things out loud, saying things out loud, and getting working it out on stage. And yeah. being, that's a way. Of, that's our way of organizing and putting things into places in yeah. in a way that you know maybe is more authentic, maybe not, maybe it's just more it's funnier. But that's what people do. And then and then I've noticed when you question things that people have already put away in their drawers and yeah. you know, the, 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 the basic axioms upon which they built the rest of their lives, when you question those, that's when people start to get uh, offended. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, ah, the whole, the whole house is shaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's like, don't do that. You're right, fucking right, right, with, right. with the You're touching floor. the one brick in Indiana Jones that makes the whole thing come down. Yes, exactly. Nobody likes that. No. I used to be one of those people. You're, you're running the action figure hand through the, <laughs> through the right ice through cube the brick. brick. That was with the Mr. Freeze one. It was clear brick. Where'd they get those? I don't know. It didn't come with them. You couldn't even buy them. Yeah, and they never did voices. It was always like, Batman's here. Put him down. Give it a little theater. Give it a little theater, you little shit, or I'm not getting you the ice set. <laughs> little shit. Um, yes, what were you just saying before we got back to... Uh, oh, questioning things. I used to be one of those people that like, if you were like, so you're telling me that the Dalai Lama dies, he goes to hell. And I'd be like, well, if he doesn't have Jesus in his heart, yes. And then that would just make me so angry. I was the guy representing if he doesn't have Christ. Oh, right, 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 right. But like you would shake my whole house and it was really infuriating. Yeah, and because people, nobody fucking knows. So we all have this way of sort of putting it together and then, you know, that's essentially what, everyone's conservative in their own way. Yeah. Where they just don't want (laughs) to deviate from what they already think is well, true. Actually, and that goes back, I think, why are people so annoyed by vegans? I think, again, just as a topic for <laughs> debate, is like is because I think it's annoying to go into one of the really oh, early yep. ones. You're going into a very low-level 
I eat animals because I'm hungry. Yeah, you're like, it's basic. You don't even think about it. You, you, and then, like, this and then, thing I'm not even thinking about is the right. thing I have to think about? Exactly. And now you're giving me another thing to think about? Right. You know, that was a pig and his <laughs> name was Henry. <laughs> Shut up, you fucking... I get it. Right. It's not convenient. Right. A lot of truth is inconvenient, Mr. Gore. <laughs> Hi. I'm Al Gore. <laughs> this is a fucking loser. I'm a loser. Um, well, that is, we do like to talk about religion, obviously. So you, I know, I know you've dabbled in the psychedelic arts, and you have some really yeah. wonderful points in, in your stand-up about the idea of some sort. You, you say, it. do you believe in a connecting energy? Do you think that me being separate from you is an illusion? Do you think? Uh, do you believe in a materialistic uh, material worldview? Like I'm a man, this is a table, and you're that. Well, I mean, yeah, no, I don't. This is something I, I don't have a ton of like certainty on which i think is kind of inherent in it it it, i i'm not i don't think i'm like a hard believer of any thing like i of course i believe that there are powers and perceptions that are beyond us the idea that we're like yep three dimensions is all you can see it's like you are so stupid so yes forward backward up Left. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's like okay. Uh, when we found thir- there's 13 last I checked that we know of dimensions. 13. Dimensions. It gets really crazy when you get to like seven. Yeah. Because you're like, <laughs> okay, that's the possibility of all universes possibilities possibility. Like, it's like this weird <laughs> thing. Uh, and so like it's for me to be like my human brain has the ability. I I used to do an old bit about this about like atheists about how they're like nope. And it's like to e- to even enter that conversation, it takes such hubris, to such like arrogance to be like my human brain can f- figure out what is and what isn't here. Right. It's like the the the, the bit was like it's like asking a dog if they like Shawshank Redemption. It's just like uh, <laughs> I like the part where he plays the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He builds the library from scratch. I understand. I think I think an atheist, and I always do a shitty job representing my atheist friends, would say that with their shitty human brain, the best to their knowledge, the evidence points to no God. Uh, a lot of times atheists are painted as saying, absolutely not, right. when they're really saying, we don't believe in the God you're proposing. Yeah, but me either. But it's like I don't have the audacity to be like, to offer anything. Well, I, I like what George Harrison said. I don't know if you saw that George Harrison documentary. He goes like, when I was a child, they told me that gold was a man in the clans. <laughs> Never tried this voice before. It's pretty good. It came out okay. Yeah, I was not thrown off. <laughs> I, I, I accepted it completely. As Much if I more had than done it. Al Gore. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe by comparison, the Harrison seems so spot so on good. compared to that Al Gore. I didn't give it anything. No. I was like the child with Batman. I gave it nothing. Nothing, right? After you just Hi, I'm Al Gore. <laughs> That's not an impression. Right. But they, uh, like he works at a, a bank. George Harrison came to a place in his own, uh, whatever you want to call it, mystical journey <laughs> to the idea that like God is everything, even the thought that it's a man in a cloud. He he became so inclusive. Right. He was like, if that's how you want to think about it, that's fine. You know what I mean? He just didn't want any dogma or any sort of sure. rigidity or even that like grotesque certainty that I think turns so many people off and towards atheism, which I completely understand. But then, the, but then the, the, there's this whole faction of like new atheists that are like militant about it. That, that oh, I know, it's kind of this new certainty that's really unfounded. going a, going against it. Like the Sam Harris's of the world, it's like all these frauds. <laughs> I don't know Sam Harris. Oh, okay. Was he assassinated by the FBI? 
<laughs> no, because he supports mainstream. Uh, oh yeah, you know uh, foreign policy stuff. <laughs> so you are in that camp of like I'm not sure there do there does seem to be external uh, forces or or whatever forces is a stupid word. But you're. I mean, I think like you know science is a, is a, is a is a thing that we've constructed to sort of measure and analyze our surroundings. I think it's woefully uh, inadequate to really do what we want it to do in the philosophical spiritual sense right. i think it can do what we need in the physical sense like you know it seems to get us around the earth pretty quickly and right. that kind of thing and you know it's why we have iphones yeah I mean, it's like so it's but we don't have why <laughs> oh my god that's the best joke i've ever made yeah science gives us the iphone but it doesn't <laughs> give us the why phone it's the intro to your conspiracy half hour <laughs> PBS. But it's true. I mean, uh, you know, Steve Martin has that joke. It's by virtue of its method uh, excludes metaphysics. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't answer. Like I'm not satisfied at thinking that the the yearning or the seeking of some greater purpose of of life itself being proof of something. Just just everything, every color, every movement, every molecule being proof of something that we can divide it as many times as we want to subatomic, to subatomic, to subatomic, to subatomic, to subatomic, you know what I mean? Right. And, I think, and I'm well, just it, like, it, that, didn't, that doesn't do much. Thanks for the phone, but I'd rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have the Y phone. The Y phone's still ringing, baby. I think but in, in, in some way, whatever we choose to think is essentially religious. It's like whatever narrative you're going to believe, you believe that everything can be broken down and we're just living inside of some other tiny thing in that universe. Or right. you want to believe that it's – that? I mean it, it, you're telling yourself a story that it makes you able to just be here. You're telling yourself something or, or the journey itself maybe is – what you think is what allows you to to live? You know, they're like, I'm, I, even if I don't have a conclusion, I just the process of trying to think about it and learn about it and know about it. That is enough to satisfy whatever that sort of weird existential, you know, not emptiness, but just that desire yeah. is. So there's something. The some people just go simple. They're like, on the multiple choice, there's a. Yeah, A, just whatever the, my dad says, A. Yeah. You know, but other people are like, well, maybe it's this and this, and then people go further We're and writing further. Writing in their own answers. Yeah, but it's clearly a commonality. We all want something. We want a worldview. I don't know if it's as much as a, a religion as it's just like a perspective. Right, a coherent universal map. Right. That explains what the fuck we're doing here. A single theory. What are we doing? You know, then you get I was in that when I was like, you know, 22. I was in that place. I'm like, Why? Yeah. What am I doing on this planet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think is, you know. You're over it? I, I mean, again, it's like it's there still, but it's not like, it's not it's like, not I don't lead with it. Debilitating. Right. Wait, do you have a guess on the meaning of life? Oh. <laughs> can, we look, can you look it up? <laughs> Aristotle. Did Star Wars win an Academy Award? Uh, it won several Oscars, but not Best Picture. Was it nominated for Best Picture? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's not, which one? All of them? No, the first one, A New Hope. A New Hope. It was nominated for Best Picture, didn't win, but it won like a bunch of other ones. Best Sound, Best Music. All right. Who else was up for Best Sound? Fucking Sophie's Choice. <laughs> 1977, I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. They had... I think it was like Annie Hall or something like that. That had... That, that might have won. <laughs> Versus... The way they captured... The way they captured his... Jewish stammering. I mean, it sounds like he's right there. Yes. It sounds like he's uh, worrying right next to me. <laughs> Annie Hall and IMAX. <laughs> 
I felt his anxiety. That's good sound. His glasses are so big. Glasses are forty feet wide. So the meaning of life uh, is: it, it, does it matter at all, or it, do you? What's your gut say? I, I, it's got to be individual. It's like. I don't fucking... I mean, you could take a million different... You, there's people who believe that, like, we're here to be the next chain of evolution, and that could be AI, and that's our purpose. There's people who are like, we're just here to survive. There's people who are like, we're here to spread <laughs> liberal democracy, or the fuck they believe we're here to just exist. You know, I I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of just follow my own instincts, you know, and... In your gut, though, your instincts, do you believe that the world, let's just say the world, is mm-hmm. better... Uh, is can we put the value better on you trying to understand where you came from, trying to uh, hone your gifts and share them, or would it be just as well to do absolutely nothing? <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty negligible, but I think the, the collective of people, you know, inspecting things and, and trying to, you know, find the more, yeah. uh, you know, honest uh, position or viewpoint or expression is is a good thing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that, yeah. Interesting. You really, do not? Like, no, I, I don't agree bad. with that. No one else but me. When you were talking, I just zoomed out. Sometimes I do that, and I think about us just recording this podcast on a planet. We're just like spinning, and like we're just talking to these things. Right, you're right. That the iPhone made, not the iPhone, and we're doing all this iPhone talk. And it, 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 like today, I just do feel a little bit like exposed. Like someone just left it outside. Like the whole planet is just outside. How could it even be inside? It's a fucking plant. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But like I, today, I'm just kind of like today, just that thought is is like a little bit overwhelming. Whereas other days, I'm just kind of like, no, man. I mean, this this is great. This is like we're part of consciousness and like it's our job to witness it ourselves. Well, I think and, that speaks to the elasticity that you put yourself oh, in where you're kind of like you, you, you want to feel both uh, things yeah. you want to get a sense you know a sampler a flight a sampler platter exactly of sort of uh, states of consciousness instead of like uh, beers like craft beers there's one and the one that I just drank this morning for who knows what reason is that sort of like oh god this is the sound like a hundred thousand miles above us right now it's just <laughs> yeah, isn't right Nothing. and then the Star Wars letters go by <laughs> <laughs> cut you and cut Yoda in half <laughs> Wow! <laughs> the Yoda puppet gets sliced in half. By the, oh, no. This whole episode needs to be animated, I, I'm telling you. So what about when you die? Done? I am... Uh, my conception of me, done. Ego yes. dies. Yes. Your brain dies. Energy, no. Whatever that oh, means. Oh no. I live forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'll live for 10,000 years. <laughs> so your ego dies. What a relief. That actually is a type of relief. What about, do you think you come back? Is there some sort of... Uh, I just want to keep doing it. Is I know, please. You can do your whole God section as Kumail. I was uh, just thinking like Kumail is like a pet. <laughs> I can speak to you, beat. I'm very hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing by the door because I need to pee. Let me out, beat. <laughs> <laughs> How funny would it be to get a dog and name it Kumail? <laughs> and then introduce Kumail to it. Be like, this is my dog, Kumail. And then just stare right at him. He's like, oh, come on. Oh, you name your dog after me. That's very nice. <laughs> if you name Emily, your... we are leaving. <laughs> if you named your dog Pete, I would never think you named it after me, but... How many Kumails do we know? <laughs> yeah, there's... There, I, he, you know, he's Kumail N on Twitter. I was like, who has... 
No, he's at Kumail. Kumail N. What? Yep. Really? Confirmed. Kumail N? There is an at Kumail and it's some guy. I just got Drew Michael at Drew Michael. I used to have Drew M Comedy, but now I'm at Drew Michael because I found the guy. He was some guy in Boston. I was like, hey, how about you? Uh... It's Kumail N. <laughs> I can't get my name. <laughs> I'm looking up who Kumail is. <laughs> He's an imposter. He's not me. That is not me. You know, I so I wanted to say I I'm kind of you know I, we all Google ourselves and so we look you know you look yourself up. I did when I did your uh, show in in Montreal. Oh my God, it was so good, Emily. Was it good? <laughs> was it good? When I get home, can I have a burrito? <laughs> you sound like Count Kumail. <laughs> I always do it. Okay, here's who Kumail is: Murtaza Kumail Abbas. Go by Murtaza. Murtaza was taken. Really? Right? Exactly. Why not? Three hundred followers. You weirdo. <laughs> you want to? Why don't we kind look of, at him? Tweet at him. I already looked. <laughs> I looked. That's what I did. No, I like to do uh, post show, little bit drunk, hungry Kumail. Which is always like, can we go home and can I have nachos? <laughs> I'm very hungry. Please, Emily, is it okay when we get home if I eat your leftover Kung Pao? Can I have it? Sure. <laughs> right, right. Oh, my God. Thank you, Emily. You are my love. Let's get sushi. <laughs> it's been he, very long since I've had sushi. He hates sushi. Oh, terrible food. <laughs> You won't do it because I'm the guy that's always like, let's get sushi. Well, I saw so I looked, I did this show, and then I looked up on your website. People can comment. Oh yeah, somebody said I was being racist. Oh my god! And I was like, it's funny to me because I don't know what a racist Pakistani voice sounds like. I just know his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I he's our know. friend, and he sounds like that. <laughs> yeah, it's only one I know him and Babu from. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. very Batman. Seinfeld. Very so it's Batman. like I don't. Those are the only. Yeah, I'm just mimicking. And his that guy's voice. mimicking one too. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. So I felt like it was a un. un unfounded charge. A friend of mine, I won't say who it is, I want him to do it so badly, was saying to me he wanted to do a bit about how racist isn't just doing a silly voice. It's that, like, it's saying my race is better than this race or this race isn't as good as this race or putting down a race. It's not being like some black people are like, ain't you cold? (laughs) Right, right. Hey, man, ain't you cold? Like, why Why is that racist? That guy that asked me if I was cold sounded exactly like that. I laughed so hard. I don't know. Yeah, right, right, right. I don't know. I, I guess if you said, like, if you put a value on it and said, if every time you did a black guy, you were like, and then Obama comes in and he's like, ain't you cold? <laughs> hey, motherfucker. Like, that's not right. But if you meet a guy that what sounds like that. Obama came out and gave the State of the Union as Kumail? <laughs> It's a very uh, bad year. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't you cold? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say whose bit it is, but he was afraid to do it. I no, don't. I don't yeah. think it's offensive. Anyway, so uh, dead, your ego dies, <laughs> right? Is That's that... what you were saying. What is that crackling? Do you hear that? There. What is that? I hear it though. Oh, my God, Emily. <laughs> There's they, crackling in my headphones. If they talk about me, make there be a crackle. <laughs> That's really annoying. You don't hear it? You do hear it. Yeah. Oh, my God, Emily. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's like uh, Kumail if he turned it. You know how like Jafar at the end turns into the giant genie? 
Yes. That's that voice if Kumail turned into a giant evil genie. Oh, my God. <laughs> we are being racist. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, so dead over, uh, maybe energy recycled. You don't think reincarnation? How I, shocked would you be if you woke up and you're like, ah, uh, yeah. No, it's not like that. <laughs> it's certainly not like that. A hundred percent, it's not like that. I think maybe that's why babies are crying. They're like, this again. <laughs> why don't you remember? It's not then, that. Just like a dream. You forget after a it while. It could be some recycling of, of consciousness and energy, but it's not. Because why, why would you? People are like, if you're bad, you get this shitty animal. It's like, if you if reincarnation were possible, then you would die and you could wake up in another time and another like why would like the idea that like this crazy metaphysical thing is following like our idea of time like all right he died in 1992 so in 1993 he would be a rabbit the new dalai lama like they're like he died at this time which means he's born insane it's like if you die and you can actually go into another thing you would be you could be on other planets yeah you could, you know, what I mean, because there's other life somewhere in some time where right. you just, it wouldn't. It's such a human conception yep. of things. Yeah, it kind of irons it out. It's just so. It's like I don't know. Like, I, I definitely have an energy here that is, you know, part of me. And when I die, my consciousness changes in some way where it's no longer. I'm no longer no longer able to self perceive potentially. Yeah, and it can spread and change it. I don't know. I really don't know. Mm. I don't care. Because I, I'm not gonna be like ah, I was right. It's not gonna be me to have the satisfaction of doing that. <laughs> like ah, yeah, called it, nailed it. <laughs> it's gonna be like ah, oh, I'm back <laughs> as a baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would be funny. Like I look who's talking, but you're just what he's thinking. He's like, fuck yeah, God, <laughs> ah, I'm in America again. I was good. <laughs> I want nachos. <laughs> or if you're you, you're like, America again. Uh, <laughs> right, right, right. Who knows? Little of both. Little of both. Well, that's great, man. Um, is there anything? I have I have one, a couple more questions, but is there anything you wanted to say? Oh, man. I, I, I came in pretty. It was pretty like, open. it was like I don't know why I touched you, but I just touched your, your wrist. I'm into it. I uh, wait, Like you said, you wanted to be in a position where you could just come. You don't want to rehearse it. You yeah. come in and just ready to go. Yeah. Boom. Ready to go. The only thing I was going to talk about was because I, I was reminded of the hearing thing when you talked about it on stage. I was going to oh, yeah. talk about maybe that, that was something that I deal with. Well, th- on behalf of everyone that knows and loves you and wants to talk to you, thanks for doing that. <laughs> like, I, I, just, I give my dad so much shit, and he's like, if you had grandkids, maybe I'd get one. I'm like, so you don't what? want to hear me? <laughs> you just want to hear goo goo gaga? It's only okay if you're a grandpa? Yeah, it's, it's weird. Well, it's that's, just... that's the thing. So my, my grandmother is in the same situation, and, and it's, it's, I feel like such a hip hypocrite because i'm like i went through this my whole life and i know what it's like to be like in a in a situation where people are talking you're like huh what what do you say and nobody answers you because that's not how talking works (laughs) you can't i can't just say it again that's not how this goes right you're ruining it (laughs) just die already but like uh that's what they said to me yeah (laughs) my grandma will you just die die already (laughs) will you just turn into nothing or maybe something we don't know i knew it (laughs) <laughs> but like I feel like a hypocrite because I, now I, I I I can hear relatively you know I'm talking to you now if we you, and you're a very loud human <laughs> I'm a John um, Roy level yeah well that's you know if John Roy is a one I'm a negative two <laughs> <laughs> on what scale is John Roy a one <laughs> like a machinery plant like that's <laughs> uh, the end of the world is a two <laughs> yeah right <laughs> 
Ray's supersonic uh, award boom. for best sound in a human. John Roy. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh, that's great! That's <laughs> great! Now I can get it right. Who knows? Thanks, uh, everybody! Uh, yeah, but I feel like, because I don't, I try to help her. Like, I talk to her about them. I hear, I tell her about like, hearing aids and different things that she can do. Right. I talk to my aunt, who, like, they live in the same town, so she's always frustrated. I'm like, listen, this is what's happening. I try to, like, liaison, but now it's like, I, I like, don't call her enough. Because I don't want to like have to it, the two of us on the phone. It's like a nightmare. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's like a game of telephone. Yeah, yeah. But the funniest. Oh, that one. was the that was my least favorite game. <laughs> of course it was. It was like, hey, Drew, let's play one where I whisper <laughs> I think, real quiet. I think I was the sole reason why it got fucked up. Of course, I think it never. You were the kid that I always <laughs> hypothesized just fucked it up to be funny. But I'm like, how like, are you? I said orangutan. <laughs> Drew. I think that game it would be perfect if not for me. Yeah, well, that game was devised in the '60s just to find the deaf children. Right. <laughs> You're like, it's always funny when Drew's in it. This I is think a he needs a hearing aid. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you know that scoliosis tells you bend over right in the kindergarten class. They're like, let's play telephone. The sit and reach, is and how then you test for. And the next day, the kids in the special class. <laughs> no man, it's, in the uh, '60s, that shit that was bad. I had so many things that were bad. The 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 reading out loud i hate i still hate it well it was like it felt like torture it was my guantanamo bay <laughs> when when cuz they would saying they would, the word guantanamo is my guantanamo <laughs> <laughs> guantanamo <laughs> terrible place to visit it sounds like you're being tortured while you jump out of an airplane <laughs> guantanamo <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> uh no, yes, uh, they would. The, the teacher would be like, "All right, we're gonna do. This, we're gonna read out loud," which was essentially a waste of time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot to plan, and I'm hungover. <laughs> yeah, which is right. I fucked someone terrible yesterday. So yeah. I have to forget about it. Uh, so they would, and she, like the teacher or whoever would <clears throat> go, "Okay, you start. This person starts," and then they'd read a couple paragraphs, and she's like, "Okay, cool." Now then, she'd point to someone else. Now David goes, and David reads. And then it would go at random. There was no sequence. There was no, uh, you read one paragraph each. It was, she would just decide, or he would, the teacher would just decide. Oh, the teacher's just a jerk. It's supposed to be one paragraph, counterclockwise. Well, some, well, oh, man, that would have been so nice. Or clockwise, then I could have really. just, I could have known what paragraph I would have gotten before. And rehearse. And just been ready to go. But and I then never you don't knew. listen. So it was, it was, dude, it's really crazy. So the people would read, and I wouldn't know how, I would try to follow along, but I would, because like then she, when she got to me, I'd have to, I couldn't be like, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what people said. So I'd have yeah. to follow along, but I couldn't hear them. So it was hard. So I would look at the words. I do this in a lot of, like, I used to do this in, like, a lot of, like, you know, public speaking places. If I was, like, you know, if I went to temple or something like that, I would yeah. try to, you know. I, so I'd follow along. I'd read the words, and then I would, like, try to, like, match the inflection of what they said. Because I couldn't hear exactly what they were saying. But you could hear the no, 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 no. I'm like, okay, that probably could be this part. Oh, and then you get to a big word, and you're like, oh, ah, Yeah, and you're like, yeah, that's that. That's and so elephant. it was that was how I had to, like, focus, like, all this energy on something I didn't even I'm telling you, about. man, you miss an opportunity to just be the cool kid. True. Drew, would you read, please? Not nah, teach. No, because you know what it would be? Drew, can you read, please? Right. 
Oh, God. the saddest moment on your podcast of all time. That was, and it was right after I did like a callous bit about your. About <laughs> I your don't care. Area. No, that's the thing is, I, I, I can talk about it. I, I didn't used to be able to, but like, I, I, I have no. I mean, what kind of person would I be where I'm saying the things that I say and be like, "Hey, that's that's over the line." How dare you? Uh, um, well, was that? I don't want to cut you off. No, it was just I would. Yeah, it was just it was things like that 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 I had to. Uh, that's crazy. Do I'm sure you're going to get a lot of people that have the same sort of thing, and they're going to, you know, come out of the woodwork. <laughs> they shouldn't have to. They should be in the woodwork, though. <laughs> <laughs> stay where you are, you freaks. My message to the freaks is: please stay in the woodwork. Never come out of the woodwork. <laughs> We're doing fine without you. Without having to confront the ugly reality that you represent. <laughs> oh God. So my uh, final question, I guess, it would be: uh, Do you remember one of the hardest times you've laughed? Ooh, it's a good one. It is a good one. It's Damn it! This is these are the about. things I'm never good at on the spot. Or you can tell me about a mushroom trip. I'd love. What's to what's <laughs> what's your? Give me your hardest time you laughed, and then I'll give you. People sometimes yeah, mine are stupid trigger. though. They're they're dumb. I'll try and think of a new one. Um, it's often a silly song I'll sing. Um, I recently um, mooned a dog. <laughs> Okay, that made me laugh really hard. Uh, but the hardest the, people know this story was that, uh, like, usually, like with a friend. One time we were smoking pot, and I declared, "There are eleven clocks in this room," and then we counted, and there were. It blew our minds. Oh God! Yeah, and I swear to you, I didn't count. I went, "There are eleven clocks in this right. room," and we had to like, "Oh, the microwave! That's so loud!" Like we just like my friend threw up. He was laughing so hard. Oh man, it might it might it might have been a mushroom trip, but I feel like there's time. I'm, I'm, this is gonna be one where I like leave here and I'm like, ah. Well, just tell me about a mushroom trip. What's um, something you learned on mushrooms or felt? Mm, I was uh, the first time I did mushrooms. I was at Bonnaroo. That's where I did my first mushroom. Really? What year? That's the year I did mushrooms at Bonnaroo. What year? Yeah. <laughs> Are you on mushrooms right now? <laughs> it was. Yeah, what it was year was it? Who was there? Uh, was it Radiohead? Springsteen, I want to say, was there. Okay. No. Was he there? Neil Young? No, not, not Neil Young. Uh, Tom Petty? Tom Petty was not. Okay. That's who was playing when I was on Mushrooms. It was Tom Petty the first night, and then Radiohead, and then I didn't stay the last night. Okay. All right. But it was around the same time. Yeah. It was... Uh, there was uh, one concept I could not get over. I was with my buddy. He had done them a bunch of times. It was my first time. And so we, we like took mushrooms. Chocolates? Uh, no, just dry. I, I always eat a lot. I think we were talking about this last time. I always eat a lot. I eat, yeah. I eat an eighth every time. Yeah, I've done yeah. mushrooms maybe like six times. I eat an eighth every time. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get when people are like, you know, just have a little bit and go out. I'm like, oh, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> I eat them all. And then I'm like, ah! And then I go back to real life. Uh, Hopefully. So, yeah, right. <laughs> Hopefully a, a you new, make it back. Right, a better real life, <laughs> a newfound perspective. I, yeah, I we um, so we ate an eighth, and you know how Bonnaroo is. You're at the, like the camp, but like the uh, the concert the is like a mile away, area. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we ate them at the camp, and we started walking. We we're like, oh, we'll just walk to the concert, and then like you know, it takes a while to get there, and we're, we're just kind of like, fucking around, and then uh, all of a sudden, I'm like, my backpack is heavy. And we had to just sit down. We sat down on the grass. We didn't make it to the show. We sat there for the next six hours, my buddy and I. And uh, I remember being, like, obsessed 
with the concept of possession. <laughs> I just could not get over it. I was like, I would like look, grab my shirt. I'm like, this is my sweatshirt. And then I would just die laughing. I could not get over the fact that I owned it. It's like, this is my shirt? And I poured water on my friend. I'm like, oh, you're wet now. Like, it, made, it didn't matter. It was just, oh, look at you. You're wet. <laughs> I made you wet. I made you're you wet, wet now. with my water. Yeah, right. <laughs> and now it's your water. And then this dude, this dude came to, up, up to us and was like, I don't know if he's real or not. I think, it, I mean, he came up and he was like, what are you guys doing? And I'm like, uh, uh, uh. And we're, we're, we're just sitting here. And he's like, oh, what are you, you fucked up? What are you fucked up on? And I was like, mushrooms? And he's like, oh, man, that's great. That's what God wants you to do. I'm like, what? He's like, God wants you to come out here and trip on mushrooms, man. I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's what I'm doing. And so then he's like, should I eat mushrooms with you? And I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> he takes out a bag of mushrooms and starts eating them. He tells us he's this professor from Indiana. And we're like, okay. And then he's like, oh, I think I weirded you out. And you're like, I'm like, maybe? I don't know. And he's like, oh, I'm going to leave. I'm like, okay. After he ate and the he mushrooms. left. He just ate a bunch and then left. And then he went and taught Matt Damon how to golf. <laughs> Shape shifted and <laughs> well, possession is crazy. I think it's about insane. that all the time. Nothing is your. I like to say the car. We can the take the car. car. The car. Get in the car. Yeah. You want to take the car, or the house, the- or the phone? I mean, it gets a little confusing at the TSA going through security. That's my phone, <laughs> and I get that. But like, it, it is absurd. It's absurd that I'm like, these are my genes. <laughs> like the Native Americans had it right when they're like, how can you own the seer, this guy? <laughs> That voice was offensive. Yeah. No, I know a Native American guy that sounds just like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, they had it completely right. There's, there, You can't own anything. Yeah, they had a lot of things right. Yeah. Except, uh, you know. Had to ward off the <laughs> fucking assholes. Yeah. They, they, they could have planned for that. They were like, why would we ever have to build a tank? Oh, no. <laughs> no. That's why. How would they even we know what a tank built was? A tank. We have all the resources. <laughs> you just, own the whole. You pan out. They have teepees, and behind the teepees, there's just all the parts to a tank. <laughs> yeah. I told you we should have put it together <laughs> over there with your goddamn peace pipe. <laughs> oh, can you own the? That voice is offensive. <laughs> They're gonna think we're all idiots. <laughs> there's one Native American. Yeah. I talk like that in it. You're ruining this. <laughs> They're gonna make us seem like we're not as good, but we are. <laughs> oh God, the nightmare of living in rectangles, and we're there. Well, let's go back to our rectangles. How's that sound? This sounds great. Great job. Can't thank wait. you for being here. Oh, thank you. And uh, we end every episode with the guest saying, uh, "Keep it, uh, keep it crispy." As you know, keep it crispy. Keep it crispy. <laughs> keep it crispy. Very crispy. <laughs> like level ten crispy. <laughs> ten. Ten is the best word. For him? For him, ten. Ten. Like ten of them. Ten of them. I could say it ten times. <laughs> over and over. <laughs> Keep it crispy. Okay. Over I'm and so over. Sorry. sorry, Kumail. I'm a big fan. <laughs> over. You just did excited Kumail so well. Yeah. Over and over. <laughs> right. I can't do it. You do it again? I have like 50 of them. <laughs> I can do them all. Or do it very quietly. <laughs> I can do them all. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. I'm glad I did a questionably racist voice just to join you. Just in case anyone wants to say that episode as a whole was questionably racist. Like, At least they can say it was in. us. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. did it. <laughs> <laughs>
We did it. All right, Thank man. Thank you for not leaving me hanging. Your next album should be called Deaf Not Cool. <laughs> oh, God. All Meaning, right. like, I'm not just being cool and ignoring you. <laughs> Nobody thought I was cool. <laughs> over and over. Thanks, man. Yep. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.